What is up, mi gente? This is your co-host, Luis Martinez, and this episode of Mi Gente Show is titled, New Year, Who Dis? We kick off 2023 with a few cool bits. Rosa Parra from the Latinx Lens and the Daily Chela stop by to talk about her top 20 movies from 2022. We do a bracket bit where I mix some of her favorite movies with some of my favorite movies and some of the worst movies of the year, and hilarity ensues. We also make our predictions for 2023, and Sophia and Lou also do their New Year's resolutions individually as well as for the pod. A few other things we talk about, the Andrew Tate versus Greta, the L that Andrew and the Top G took, and the fact that all his Bugatti's got taken away and he's locked up now, and a few other things that we talk about uh, that were happening in news and culture over the first week of the new year. As always... We're going to be dropping an episode every week. We'll also be streaming live this year at some point from the Latino San Diego Latino Film Festival. And we'll be doing a lot of other cool stuff. So everybody that's been on the ride with us since last year, we appreciate it. The podcast is growing. We're at 300, almost 400 downloads per episode. And that's thanks to you, the listener. So as always, I appreciate you. Please give a like on the episode that you're watching or listening to wherever you're listening to or watching. We stream live on Thursdays. Uh, give us a rating, a follow. Those help out the algorithm tremendously. We appreciate you. We want to keep bringing you more content, and that helps us achieve it. And as always, enjoy the pod. <laughs> what is up, everybody? It is your boy, Lou Martinez, <laughs> a.k.a. Big Chief Burrito, live with you on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. First Thursday of the new year. Fireside action happening. Mi gente show. Live and direct, youtube.com slash 2 twitch.tv slash show. For all you guys on Twitch, we have a we have a mm-hmm. show Twitch and youtube.com slash 2 First show of the new year. Happy New Year, Sophia. Yes, happy new year, Lou. How you feeling? 2023, baby. Get these dogs out of here. Dog I'm back from vacation. Did you miss me? Look at my hat, my poly hat. That Very I got nice. in Cancun. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year, Liz. Lizzie. Lizzie Miss Dizzy. Lizzie Miss Lizzie. Uh, Lizzie Miss Dizzy. I like that. From our most popular um, episode, most downloaded episode when we talked really? to her. Really? Yeah. Not surprised. Swifties are crazy. Swifty Madness was our, our highest yielding podcast this year. Um, Anyway, uh, we are live uh, from the Burrito Lounge in Southern California, beautiful Chula Vista, California. Um, it is a wondrously cold and rainy California weekend for all our audio listeners, uh, Podbean, Samsung, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, everywhere else, Google Play, Pandora, Good Pods, etc., Spotify. Thank you for listening. We're recording this live on Thursday, January 5th. Um, by the time you guys hear it, thank you for listening across all platforms. Make sure that you guys live this episode a like. Make sure you're following. Give us a rating wherever you listen to us. It helps mm-hmm. us out tremendously as we kick off and want to provide more content to you. Mi gente show, two Latinos and a microphone reacting to news and culture from a Latinx perspective. That's how we do it. Yes. First, I want to I, I wanted to say thank you to our viewers because we wanted to hit 3,000 downloads at Podbean um, before the end of the year. And we did it. Day of, right? New Year's Eve. The day before, I, yeah. The day before, the day before New Year's Eve, right? Yeah, yes. We, had, we have mm-hmm. 3,000 downloads. We're averaging 300 plus downloads an episode. Between the people that download the podcast, 
every week. And the people that watch us live and the people who watch the VODs afterwards were over a thousand impressions per episode. Uh, 300 plus downloads and about 500 to 700 views. So thank you for everybody that, that yeah. that's that, that's that checks in, etc. All right. The growth in one year, less than a year, right? We started less than uh, a year, yeah, yeah. And only yeah. half of our episodes are on our pod beam. We first they were all on the uh Apple uh, on the fire chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, congrats, even though it's what 11 13 in my time zone. Yes, I know. Hope maybe at some point in the near future we can start a little <laughs> bit earlier. Yes, we will hey, work on that. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for everybody. That we also, uh, Hey, Alexandra Jimenez, thank you for stopping by. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. I also shouted out a bunch of people that um, are going to be guests. I've been doing a lot of podcast hustling, and Mm -hmm. we are continuously looking for guests, people that are influencers, uh, creatives, entrepreneurs in the Latino IEX world. Mm -hmm. Um, Always looking for people, creative minds. We've had many multi-hyphenates, which is our favorite. Yeah. whether they're filmmakers, authors from the UK, Mexican-Americans, we want to increase that. We also want to increase, uh, you know, Afro-Latinos uh, presence on the show, Definitely. trans-Latinos, all that good stuff. So I've reached mm-hmm. out to a ton of people. If you're watching this for the first time, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, and Alexandra, um, I believe, is our guest next week, correct? Uh, I There's so many people, maybe. Possibly, I think. <laughs> yeah. Future, future guest, future guest. Definitely future guest. All right. Um, so uh, let's get started. Ah, oh, geez, let's do it. Jump let's get started. We'll Jump right one. into it. And we may or may not, uh, you know, have some, you know, a lot of stuff to talk about today. So first, I wanted to quickly <laughs> cover um, the stuff that we missed and the stuff that's been <laughs> happening recently. Um, did you watch the Monday Night Football game the other day? No, I'm so, bad at football. What's going on, Luke? So somebody weird. almost died on the field. Uh, there's a player, routine tackle. Um, I believe his last name was Hamlin. Uh, the Buffalo Bills versus Cincinnati Bengals were playing on Monday night. Big game for the league. A big, important game. Two winning teams, two playoff teams. Random ass basic tackle. He gets hit in the chest, gets up from the tackle, and then falls backwards just collapses heart attack on the spot had to be revived on the field. They had to do CPR and life-saving measures and intubate them directly on the field. Oh my um, God. Stop the game fully. Well, the, the, the interesting part about that is that they, they sat there for about 15 to 20 minutes and yeah, immediately the people were like, Athletes don't just fall over. It's got to be. Come on. Um, Basically, they stop the game. Obviously, they bring the people. They realize it's serious. They bring the ambulance on the field. They start doing CPR on the spot. Um, Apparently, um, his they regain a pulse. They intubate him, but he's not breathing on his own. They rush him off the field. Next thing you know, the commentators are saying they have five minutes to warm up to start the game up again. So you're sitting there, you're watching one of your colleagues, one of your teammates. You don't know if they're dead or alive. You don't know if they're going to, if they're going to die on their way to the hospital and the league, the NFL, and they denied this afterwards, but the protocol is after a major injury, you give Mm -hmm. the teams a few minutes to warm up and then you get the game going again because money. Mm -hmm. But 
the two teams kind of looked at each other. Coaches walked across the field and the guy, one of the coaches was like, listen, I need to be in the hospital with my player. I can't, I can't be coaching. Players were crying, praying. They were doing prayer circles. It was like a whole thing. And then probably about an hour later, they basically were like, we're temporarily suspending the game because the NFL was like money. Uh, And the players, so make no mistake about it. The players canceled the game. The players said, we're not going to play. The coaches said, we're not going to play. The league would have kept playing. Absolutely, because their yeah. profits over everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, today, a uh, doctor said that uh, Demar Hamlin awakened last night. He asked in writing, "Who won the game?" And the doctors told him, "Yes, you won. You won the game of life." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's still intubated. Um, he's still. Um, he's still. But but I guess he's he's functioning. And they might have not. Uh, they might they might have saved his life. So so that's a good thing. Okay, that's good. Jeez, right. fucking Disney movie. <laughs> they kept going to commercials. Oh, man. Yeah, so, so I wanted to touch base on that. Um, Sophia, mm-hmm. you know what? You know one thing that you love? Okay, let's get Disney's. Right. We gotta, I know. We gotta, I'm like, we, I'm reading the comments. I'm very interested. We got a surprise for you. Uh, Disney Miss Lizzie says, during all this, they kept cutting the commercials. Yeah. Honestly, I think that the fact that they were able to, because they were like, listen, the show, the the, the game's not probably going to play. Let's get these commercials in here and charge this. So it was like yeah. somber out here on the field. Their players are in a circle. They're blocking off. Because the players kind of did a circle around the, so you couldn't see them fucking, you know, doing yeah. that. Yeah. Um. And then they would be like, and here's a commercial. And the commercial would be like promoting football, promoting beer, promoting everything. And then they would come back and they'd be like, still nothing to report here. It's a somber day, blah, 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 blah. Oh uh, you know, so they they still made some of their money. Um, yeah, they, they and then they just really didn't know what to say afterwards because they all they had to say. And, and for a long time, unfortunately, I've had the thought that there's not going to be any real change in football or sports like that until somebody dies on the field. I think you, that, and even we, then, honestly, we know CTE. People still let <laughs> let the kids play football. We know all the all the issues that football players, junior sayout players that mm-hmm. that kill themselves and donate their brains because they want to know about it. Um, people like Tua uh, that got like two multiple concussions this year and they still let them play. So I've always thought had this morbid thought in my head that nothing's going to happen until. But it is it is mm-hmm. increasingly crazy that that happened. Yeah. If uh, knowing about CTE and all of that, I'm curious to know like if you children of your own um would you put them in football or what sport? That's a good question. You? That's a good yeah. question. Lizzie's a mother. Mother uh, would you let your kid play football if he comes to you when he starts getting into junior high and start uh, <laughs> wants to play? Right away she's like I would never. I okay. would never. Okay. Yeah, same. I'm like so soccer for that's, me. That's an interest that's that that's that's kind of where where more people are going towards that, you know. Soccer's a lot mm-hmm. safer. Well, although you get concussions in soccer too, because the soccer balls are hard. Do you think that with that, there there'll eventually be like a generation of like no football players, or like maybe the quality will go down because people are just not putting their kids through it? Or do you think? Uh, yes, there, I think I think that they, just like boxing, you can tell boxers have always been the poorest people in the in in you know it used to be the mm-hmm. Irish, it used to be people. It's always usually populated by 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 the poorest. Um, and I think that fortunately there's still a lot of people, a lot of communities that have that grow up in poverty. So for them, it's going to be a yeah. thing. All right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so it fucked up a bunch of fantasy seasons because, uh, week 17 is the fantasy football playoffs. So they don't know whether they're going to count that week or they're going to replay it. It, it. it tossed fantasy football Ooh. into an uproar. It's insane. 
but there are things that are more important than football, more important things than funny. So it was it was it was an interesting kind of human moment because the people in the stadium weren't even mad that the game was canceled. They were cheering and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that was that's that was our first topic here, the NFL. As we talked today, I kind of wanted to touch on that. Sophia, you know what I what I know you love? What, Lou? Surprises. Oh, I fucking hate surprises. What are you? Yes. <laughs> what What did you do? What did uh, you he, edit me into today? No, I didn't edit you into anything today. But okay. here to talk about one of the topics that we want to talk about, and uh, this was contingent on this person being available, but they're they're in the back right now. We're going to bring them on. One of the things that I want to talk to you today about was. Um, the twenty, uh, the twenty twenty two best films that we might have, that we might have missed. I sent you a link to an article yeah. written for I the Daily Cella by our good friend Rosa Parra, yeah. <clears throat> and we're going to review that today. But mm-hmm. who better to help us review that <gasps> than our favorite Rosa? Rosa! <laughs> hey guys, feliz año, feliz año nuevo. ¿Cómo está Rosa? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Well. Have you. you made your have you, have you made have you have you made your resolutions for the new year? Ooh. <laughs> nice. nice, good one. That's a good one. I've actually never had that one asked before. Um, yeah, yes and no. Uh, still working on 2022s. <laughs> still trying to figure that out. Man. Did you? Yeah, did, still did, trying did, to do did that resolutions. <laughs> did you have your yellow underwear and your twelve grapes? Yes. Yeah, I mean, maletas. Um, maletas. Obviously, kind of help because in two weeks I'm going to Sundance. So, yeah, there you go. Do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's exciting. How many, how, many, uh, how many years is this for you covering Sundance? Sundance. Oh my God. Uh, well, the first time was actually 2020. So, this would be what? <laughs> my third year. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Your first year was what? COVID my fourth year? year. Yeah. What? My first year was COVID year, but it happened in January. So right yeah. before the chaos even uh, started. Yeah. Missed it. Got it. Because okay. one of us was, yay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rosa is uh, writing for a new uh, online magazine called The Daily Cella. Um, uh, Brandon Maxwell, right, is the is the head of that, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I've been following them and their articles. So today, Rosa, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about your uh, kind of what your what do you think? There's an overall theme for film in 2022. I mean, you, I know you see most movies and most, but what what do you think compared to previous years? The biggest sort of theme was for the last uh, 12 months. Oh man, I think there 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 was a, a common theme and I I think like connection, human connection, purpose uh, in life and I, and now that that you mention it I think that I think my my top 5 certainly have a lot to that deals with that with family, familial dynamics. And yeah, I think COVID certainly uh, struck a nerve with a lot of us, and mm-hmm. it was a, a a moment for us to stop our very fast-paced day-to-day lives and just reflect on life and purpose and its meaning and why it's so special in the first place. And I think we've been seeing a lot of those um, topics being explored in films. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, absolutely. I'm going to put the link to uh, Rosa's article here in the chat for you guys to check it out on the Daily Chela, uh, her top 20 uh, movies. If you guys had a favorite film of 2022, uh, put it in the chat so we can discuss it here with Rosa. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I, are you, um, do, do, do you have a chance to review a lot of TV shows as well, or do you mostly stick to films? Most? Uh, no, I mostly stick to films. I did watch a couple shows here and there, but I, I try to focus. I know you're. T- I know you're one of the few Team Greens for our uh, House of the Dragon. <laughs> oh yeah, for House of the Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She's, she's Team Greens, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, what are you looking for? What 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 are you looking forward to? What's what's the uh, most anticipated film for you early this year? Oh man, there's so many. I think. Easily, uh, Blue Beetle has to be up there for me. Um, oh man, there's Co- Cocaine Bear. Coca- oh, Cocaine Bear, yes. Oh my, <laughs> did that Winnie the Pooh one come out already? The one where he's doing drugs. Oh, the, 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 the dark, the dark, the dark Winnie the Pooh one. The dark Winnie the Pooh one, yeah. And then the trailer for uh, the Nick Cage's Dracula movie dropped today as well. Mm-hmm. A worst uh, list movie, uh, worst movie list, Rosa. Yeah, I don't. Um, oh, okay. Just because I, I don't know. I just find it that I rather celebrate and throw more positivity out there than just waste my energy on yeah putting down films and stuff. That's and, what we love. And yeah. it, just because it's easier for me to just go out there and talk, uh, down talk or, or belittle or <laughs> condescend on on movies. Um, it's easier for me to talk about it than actually go out and make a movie myself. So in, in that sense, for respect yeah. to every filmmaker out there and every movie out there, um, I'd just rather highlight what I enjoy the most. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. I'll ask you off air. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can I can tell you which was my least favorite. Or, or you can say one that you... Well, let's... Um, we got, so we got, glad we, it's good. We, we, have a, we have a bit about that coming up. So we'll, we'll, okay. get, oh. we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get to some. You know I always got bits ready. Uh, but since we're talking about movies and we got Rosa, and I do want to make sure that we let you guys know, uh, Mi Gente Show is going to be an official sponsor and is going to be present at the San Diego Latino Film Festival for this 30th edition coming up this March in San Diego. Uh, we're hoping that Rosa will either join us virtually or in person this year, since it's a small drive down to, to watch some movies. But we will be there broadcasting live, streaming, interviewing directors, actors. And we also want to let everybody know that the San Diego Film Festival and the San Diego Union Interview are getting together again for the fifth annual Migrant Voices Today Film Challenge. Basically, it is for the 30th anniversary, but they've been doing this for a couple of years. If you or anybody that you know has a film, a documentary that is about the immigrant experience, there is 6000 in cash prizes, 3000 for first. It's a straight cash prize competition. They do get screened at the San Diego Film Festival for the 30th edition as part of, a, uh, of their own little screening group. Um, and you can go to filmfreeway.com slash migrant voices if you have any films. It's completely free. So if you or somebody you know has a documentary, a short film, a feature-length film, any type of movie or content that is geared towards the immigrant experience, February 10th, to finish editing it or to submit it there. Um, And again, the the focus this year is Las Voces de los Migrantes. It's about, uh, and it's open across the world, internationally. San Diego is a border town. It's a border festival, but this is open to all over the world. Immigrant experiences, migrant voices today, San Diego Union Tribune 
and the San Diego Latino Film Festival. Wanted to throw that out there as well. Um, what is uh, so so Rosa? What is your what is your resolutions as a as a as a movie reviewer for twenty twenty three? Are you going to eat more popcorn, take more notes, watch less movies back to back? What's what is it? <laughs> oh man, as a you know what I I think I it's to watch more um, international cinema, uh, more foreign films. I think that's certainly on the top of my list. Although I, I do cover a good chunk of them, um, I think I, I have a long way to go when it comes to movie watching and and such. Trying to, you know, just diversify, I guess. <laughs> diversify your bonds. That's always good. Yeah. yeah. What about a personal resolution? Top of your list, if you don't mind sharing. Yeah, personal resolution. Um. Being uh, a bit more kind uh, to myself. And, and I think this is coming more from a, um, uh, because of course I'm, I'm a mother of four kids and I've been spending so much time just prioritizing them as I should, right? Um, it's, it's my duty as a mother, but um, uh, I oftentimes overdo it and forget to take care of me. And if I can't take care of me, I can't be healthy enough to take care of them. So yeah, not feeling guilty for, for, for self-care in a way. So yeah, that, that's <clears throat> something I have to work on. Yep. Self-care is important, ladies. Yeah. I was thinking maybe you would be less shy of showing your, your, your face on, on, on stream, but I guess maybe not. <laughs> it's like no the derp dog is enough and that's all you'll get yes that's all you get my little lola is that, is that actually your dog yeah um i i took a picture of of her and it was i think it was for a christmas or something she was just posing and she looked so i don't know so dominant like so up there and yeah she's a little chihuahua and there was this contest that they were doing on twitter um, the animator of uh, Lindsay Olivares from The Mitchells versus the Machine. She was doing a competition. If you would donate, um, I think, some money to a charity, she would hand draw your your pet. So she, uh, people would have to submit, obviously donate. And then this is the picture she came out with. I'm like, I am taking this. This is too adorable. Uh, so she looks a lot like my children. Oh, they're derpy. Hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of derpy, we do have obviously the new addition, the dog camera, as right. you can see. Always licking themselves. Also up there licking themselves in the back. <laughs> of course, he's camera ready. People want to yeah. know. People want to know what the dogs are doing <laughs> right behind me. All right. Well, Rosa, I want to talk a little bit about the movies, but I have this bit that I want to do. So I figure we'll combine the two. So because we have you on and because we have a bunch of movies to review from 2023, let's do something we like to call. Rosa has been a Rosa has been present for many of bracket bits as we had her on as we look at her story here for the Daily Chella. Rosa's review top movies of 2022. But 
we have a list here that's all ready to go, and I'm going to give you a film offer. So I'm going to give you two films from the last year, and you tell me which moves on to the next round. And if you want to expand on any of these that I know are on your list, you can expand during the process. Is that okay with you? <laughs> sure. Let's do it. All right. Top Gun Maverick or Amsterdam? Really? <laughs> I was like, that's why I said we have some of the worst. I, I put on, I put some of the movies on your list. I put some of the movies that I have on my list, and then I put okay. some of the very pan movies. So, so Amsterdam, so, got it. So, um, <laughs> listen, you can start at the problematic director, or you can t- start at the convoluted story, or the, the 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 performances. I thought were very good, but uh, in terms of an overall film, it was a little bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rosa's trying to be kind. Rosa's trying to practice her be kind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> be kind. Um, so which one I like better? Yeah, which one move whatever you're whatever you think, whatever you we can make this a bad movie as Ooh. well. You can do that as well. You're uh, I create the bracket. I just ask that you that you keep the same methodology as you move forward. So right. uh Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun, this he says, great cash, huge letdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick. Do you feel like a lot of people that it's kind of like a re, uh, um, a return to like big tempo cinema, like uh, you know, must watch sort of thing? Yeah, that's what it felt like. Um, very. It's been a while since I, I watched it. I I was initially embarrassed to admit this, but I am embarrassed no longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched Top Gun Maverick twelve times in the theater. Whoa. And every single time I went, that theater was almost full. And I don't think I've seen that in a very, very, very long time outside of, of course, superhero movies. So to see a movie like this do so well, um, but also just to be a great film overall, it was. It was How long? Refreshing. During what period did you watch it 12 times? Oh, man. So when it was first released. And I think it just got a re-release, right? Not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that time. (laughs) Leandra says she didn't watch. Well, uh, no, no. You guys didn't watch it? All right. It's on my to-watch list. Listen, this is just turning into uh, Sophia disappoints Rosa consistently. This is Sophia writes down notes furiously about the movie she needs to ask her. And then fails to watch it. Listen, I'm sure didn't try, but Top Gun Maverick was good. All right, we got uh, Hustle, um, Adam Sandler's basketball movie on Netflix, which I, as far as a fan, somebody who's watched um, uh, thousands of basketball movies growing up, from the Basketball Diaries to you know a bunch of other uh, movies about the rim, etc. Um, surprisingly, very touching movie, and very well shot, very well executed. So I was a big fan of it, and uh, of course, women talking uh, as well. Oh, woman talking. Woman talking? Okay. Yeah. Did you like Hustle? Did you watch it? or? I've not seen Hustle. Okay. I actually thought it was pretty good. For a Netflix movie with Adam Sandler, it was actually pretty good. Cinematography was the, the part of it that that excited me the most because it, it was shot and created pretty well. Uh, this movie had some controversy uh, because it did what every other movie in the history has done, which is somewhat change history. Uh, but it was very well executed, uh, very engaging, very exciting. The Woman King. And then this movie is the movie that I've seen probably 50 times this year. Uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru. <laughs> oh, you know what? I had a very, very, very good time with the Minions. So I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, 
listen, it's it's a, it's for kids and if for for something that you're gonna have to watch over and over uh, with yeah. my son who likes to rewatch movies a million times. I mean, hey, after the the, the 18th time, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It does have that rewatchability factor, so it, it was good. But I have to go with the Woman King. Uh, what was your favorite part about it? The Woman King. Mm-hmm. The acting, uh, Viola Davis's commanding performance, <laughs> it was just oh man, incredible. Uh, so, and of course, I, a lot has to do with um, the action sequences were also pretty, um, pretty well directed. And I mean, Gina Price, uh, the the director certainly knows what she's doing. So, uh, yeah, easily the woman came. Right. I asked you about this movie and you just gave me the eye emoji, meaning I didn't know if you didn't want to talk about it, but uh, Bones and All and then The Mm -hmm. Fablemans. (laughs) You cannot have two more distinct movies up there. (laughs) I noticed that Bones didn't make your list and I was like, I I really want to know because I, I mean, it's a cannibal love story. Yeah. So how can you go wrong there? Um, but I, I and you know the guy, uh, the same director from uh, Call Me by My Name and yeah. etc. But um, the Fablemans are retelling the Steven Spielberg's life, kind of like uh, an homage or a love letter to cinema and his beginnings. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about these two films? Yeah, I mean the Fablemans, I I think was okay. Uh, I don't love it as much as um, a lot of other people do. I do think that ending though. Uh, kind of saved it for me. <laughs> uh, it's easily one of those memorable endings and one of my favorite quotes of all of all of 2022. And like, unless I make a movie about it, that's the <laughs> no the the Horizon one. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, yeah, 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 yeah got it, got it, got it. I was like, <laughs> that's pretty neat. And then how he ends the film, specifically based on that quote itself. Yeah, it it's like, pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty neat. It gets a little meta at the end, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but eh, it was all right. <sighs> Once and all, you know what? I I didn't. <sighs> how can I say this? I I liked the movie for what it was. Um, but overall, it's one of those films that I'm not going to rewatch ever again. Um, okay. Same thing with The Fablemans, though. I don't see myself sitting through that movie again either. So this one's actually a little... A little tight? Uh, yeah, it actually is. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go for Bones and All. Bones and All. Sophia, you need to watch this. I think uh, it's... Bones it's- and All? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Both of them are good, but I honestly, I really like Bones and All myself. Adding it to uh, the to watch list. All right. Alexandra says, you got to love the minions, but I really love Viola Davis and the Woman King. Yeah, yeah I understand. You know, mm-hmm. I'm 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 partial to minions myself. All right. Uh, Barbarian or oh, no. the Northman. Oh. Both violence. Both about barbarians, basically. Yeah. Both so good. Yeah, absolutely. Barbarian came out of nowhere. Creepy yeah. Justin Same, Long. Alexandra. Same, I'm with you. The Northman, it was very early in the year, so it's easy to sort of forget about it. But very powerful performances. We got our favorite vanilla beaner in there. Uh, <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of cool, a lot of cool options. Yeah. These two. Oh, man. Barbarian's really good. It actually did surprise me a lot. Um, but I, 
I have to go with the Northman. All right, the Northman moves on. All right, Turning Red, another Pixar, uh, or the Black Phone. Mm. How dare they make a movie about? I heard good things about the Black Phone. Is that good? Is it good? Oh, it's really good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I quite enjoy it. It's on Rosa. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. On Rosa's list. Oh, there you go. Right there. Mm-hmm. It's on Rosa's list. <laughs> Beautiful. Ah oh, man. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the black phone. The black phone. Yeah. Did you? What were your thoughts on turning red though? And I think we spoke about this uh, when yeah. when, we, when we had you on the pod a while ago. I loved it. I enjoyed uh, it a lot. Yeah, I, I loved it. I, I love that it talks about. Uh, about topics that yeah like you just said uh very taboo even uh even today yeah. uh, people that aren't necessarily too comfortable seeing this on screen even though it happens to half of the population right how it's, dare you allow 12 yeah. year old girls to feel seen <laughs> it was just so uh i yeah. was easily one of those people who first um was very critical on, on, on the critics of, of the film. Yeah. Specifically when your only criticism is like, yes, I don't want my child learning about quote yeah. unquote puberty um, for movies. I was like, oh, if you only knew. If you only knew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sophia's dogs are going crazy. She'll be right back. All right. Okay. We have RRR or mm-hmm. Bardo. I'm waiting oh. for some good asset to be delivered so I can watch Bardo. Uh, probably for RRI <laughs> what i'm just messing that that was my joke about it it's 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 a beautifully textured beautiful beautiful film uh rrr is just uh i don't know just eye candy and 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 just action and just suspend disbelief the whole way through right so how do you feel about these it's become such a a darling (laughs) and i can't believe how a lot it's been um been received by not only critics but even general audiences so i i i have more respect for the movie itself than i do love so i'm gonna go with bardo i think bardo is been underappreciated not a lot of people are talking about it and i i'm certain a lot has to do with People aren't necessarily too fond of Alejandro González Iñárritu and um, his filmmaking. And a lot of people view him as very self-indulgent and I can assure you if this was uh, Christopher Nolan or <clears throat> Fablements, um, it would be a completely yeah. different story, right? Yeah, um, I, was, I was disappointed that it only got like a very limited uh, theater run because I think it's, it's definitely yeah. a... And if you're going to watch it, pop an edible, like I said. You know, little micro dose, <laughs> little micro dose, couple of just get into it, man. Just let yourself go and just, you know, sit back and enjoy the ride. Yeah, you do have to disconnect yourself. You can't be too logical or rational walking into Bardo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't. Um, what do you think is a crazier movie, Bardo or Mad World? Or Mad, Mad God, sorry. I don't know. Did you watch? Did you watch Mad God? Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Never mind. All right. We have uh, After Sun or Terrifier Two. Ooh. Ooh. I've not seen Terrifier Two. Did you watch the first Terrifier? No. 
Okay. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that one I have watched. What? <laughs> Look, without spoiling, it's a it's a it's a it's a clown that does horrible things and then goes like this. Yeah. Oh, God. Look, look at the terrifying look at the terrible thing I just did. Oh my God, ain't I crazy? That's the entire movie. If you're into like 80s gore, I would say it's a great film. Yeah, I I get when it comes to horror, I'm a little more hesitant, but slowly but surely I'm opening myself to it. So yeah, I've not seen well, any of the terrifier films. I what? saw After Sun. I didn't okay. love it as much as other people did, but mm-hmm. since I haven't seen Terrifier, I guess I have to go with After Sun. All right, we have uh, official competition or Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Ah, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. (laughs) Enough said. Uh, Emily the Criminal or Werewolf by Night? Oh, Werewolf by Night. Why should people watch that? Huh? Why should people watch Werewolf by Night? Oh, my God. It's a homage homage to like 20s and 30s and 40s um horror genre yeah it was so good i was i was impressed by it to be honest and to learn that this is a marvel (laughs) uh, property (laughs) movie i was definitely um blown away by it but i mean who better to be uh a wolf than gael garcia bernal with those Mm -hmm. eyes there you go all right, uh, Puss in Boots, starring our favorite Latino, and uh, Mar- oh, Mar- Mar- Marcel the Shell. Uh, Who's shoes? I could guess what she's gonna pick. <laughs> Come on, it's gotta be Marcel, right? <laughs> right. It has to be Marcel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alejandra says, and it was uh, Michael Giacchino's uh, yeah. debut as a director. Ooh. And he did the score, too. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Uh, Glass Onion, the movie that uh, Ben Shapiro didn't like because there was a twist and he didn't like twist. Or <laughs> The Batman. Did you see that, Sophia? He did a whole he did a whole he no. did a whole Twitter thing about how don't watch the Glass Onion. It doesn't make sense. The movie was going one way and then it went the other way. <laughs> It's like, yeah, movies do that once in a while. <laughs> Have you never watched a mystery or a murder mystery? Oh my uh, god. Um, he's allergic to fun. Come on. Yeah. I know you I know you're a big Batman stand, especially this version of it. Uh the, yeah. the, how did you feel about the glass onion and uh, versus you know, the Batman? I, I had a good time uh with glass onion. I was I was surprised by it. I think I even liked it better than knives out. Um, really? So yeah. I, yeah. I had a really good time with it. But Listen. yeah. My issue with Knives Out is how are you going to have fucking Anna the Armas in your movie and have her like in a house coat the entire time? Oh my god! <laughs> how are you going to have Anna, how, you, how are you going to have Anna the Armas in your movie and then it's just like I mean that, that's me. guy, yes, yes, that's I'm just joke. telling you. I'm just saying that's a it's, it's, it's a poor choice. So you said which one, Glass Onion or Batman? Uh, oh, the Batman. The Batman, of course. Yeah. Uh, the unbearable uh, weight of massive talent or decision mm-hmm. to leave. I'm not. De- I'm not seeing decision to leave just yet. It's on my queue. I just got a link today, so um, I'm gonna have to go with massive talent. Feel free to share it. Feel free to share all the links. You know, <laughs> sharing is caring. That's that's another resolution. Sharing more links. Sharing more links. That's with your my home. that's my resolution. <laughs> that's my resol- there, there you go. resolution. <laughs> what do I got to do? Listen, I got a VPN. I can make it look like I'm <laughs> watching it from wherever you want me to say. All right, uh, no bears or the menu. No, you did not. 
<laughs> this is where I remind people that the bracket bit has created to cause maximum pain. And Rosa, as like a two-time survivor of the bracket bit, you should be used to this. Right now. And even then, I'm still not prepared. <laughs> and even then, mm-hmm. I didn't prepare you for this one. I was just like, uh, I looked at your list and I was like, I'm doing a bracket bit. Yeah. Yeah, this is no idea. bears has has a lot of press recently. I still haven't watched it, but I definitely am making a point to make sure that I watch it very soon. Yeah, uh, I saw the menu very recently again. Our favorite vanilla beer, uh, vanilla beaners in there. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very well constructed, very interesting. Uh, um, but I, I everything I'm hearing about no bears is that it's it's very, very good when it's a yeah. contender. Yeah, oh man, um. I, I love both films. Um, obviously, I, I rank the menu a little higher because I've seen it more times. I've only seen No Bears once. I saw it at AFI Fest, and I was <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I was blown away by it. You know what? I, I'm gonna go with No Bears. No Bears. All right. Yeah. Approximately an average of how many times do you watch a film that you do like? Mm-hmm. If it's on my top 10, I have to at least have seen it twice. Okay. Just to be sure. Um, but yeah, I did my top five. I've at least seen them three times. Okay. So what the hell happened with Top Gun? <laughs> she was, she, at, she, was she, she was in a danger zone. I was. <laughs> I had the need for speed, you know? <laughs> she had the need yeah. for speed. Man. Come on. They went from... Uh, shirtless volleyball on the beach to shirtless <laughs> football on the beach. Yeah, tell her, you know, it's all for research. Tom Cruise that mustache, is still man. That mustache, that mustache. Tom Cruise is still a, like a 60 year old Dilf. Come on, yeah. it's all happening. It's all happening. Uh, Cyro, what's up? Checking in. Happy New Year. I love that they didn't objectify Ana de Armas. Yeah, yeah, I'm a woman. Yeah, and and i am an anna diarmas stan what the hell you want for me all right we have uh what do we have here next we have prey or Mm -hmm. the banshees i'm gonna share it Uh, (laughs) i will go with banshees but prey is really really good so you've not seen it go check it out uh, uh, Lizzie says no Avatar two on the list. I'm surprised. Uh, I don't know Avatar two. I've been hearing about it. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Have you been yeah. able to watch Avatar uh, two, Rosa? You haven't seen Avatar two? <laughs> no, have you? I, I actually, I actually have. Um, surprisingly, I, I was very hesitant because that runtime can be a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I went to see it and I, I, I had a good time with it. Didn't love it, but I didn't hate it either. Not top ten material, top twenty. Uh, no, not top no. 10. Oh, okay. <laughs> top three, so maybe, maybe number three. Maybe <laughs> if we're talking about visuals, then yeah, easily. But story wise, eh, left a lot to desire. Right. Left a lot to desire. All right, we're going down to the bottom here, and we have everybody's favorite Morbius or everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's how, kinda... how Morbius felt, right? Yeah, like, yeah, he had everything everywhere all at once. Um, it was trying to be like a vampire it. MCU movie, it was trying to do everything. Yeah, yeah, I already, I already know the answer to that yeah. one. Yeah, you should, yeah. though. All right, uh, do you think Top Gun is getting an Oscar nomination, uh, for Best Picture? Best Picture, I think so. You think so? Yeah, I think it's getting in there. They've been doing a lot of 
um, they've been promoting it a lot and I, I think yeah I think it, it does get in there okay uh, Top Gun Maverick or Women Talking <sighs> Top Gun Maverick Top Gun. and I haven't seen Women Talking I just finished She Said which I thought was pretty good it reminded me of the uh, of the movie that won an Oscar a couple of years ago, the uh, the Boston newspaper with the the priest and stuff. I forget the name Spotlight? of that. Um, it reminded me a little bit of the, like Spotlight. Spotlight, yeah, that was great. Yeah. So, but I haven't seen Women Talking. What do you What did you think so far uh, about that one? Yeah, I think Women Talking is far superior um, than she, she said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Women Talking has. Uh, more more perspectives different viewpoints and and it allows I, i'm actually i mean it makes my top 20 but um i'm, I'm surprised that it's not being talked about or discussed enough specific, um, particularly when it comes to directing because uh, what sarah Polly does with women talking especially with that cast it, it most of the film is just in an enclosed um, space and for the film to feel uh, very tense but also to flow uh, so well to be so cohesive and coherent um, it's it's a lot a lot has to do with the directing so I'm a little surprised that she's not in the conversation for director got it uh, did you like tar I did uh, I didn't love it uh, it just feels like another. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. But it's the same thing with, with, with she said and women talking and tar, you know, just white women. Um and and, and I'm just like uh Well yeah, I think she said felt like a, it felt like the it felt like very spotlightish in terms of just being from the newspaper or the reporting perspective of it. I haven't seen yeah. women talking, but I'm gonna watch it. Uh tar, I kind of it felt kind of whiplashes to me a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Woman King or Bones and All? Uh, Woman King. Woman King. Timothy Chalamet, you can't get us past the second round, even though he, you know, hey, he's a, he's a good, he's, he's a good looking kid. Uh, the Northman or the Black Phone? Oh, gosh. Uh, Northman. The Northman. Bardo or After Sun? Oh, Bardo. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio or Werewolf by Mid My Night. Oh, you know what? I didn't even consider Werewolf by Night on my list. Um, hmm. um, I have to do go a, with Pinocchio. Do a PS on the on your Daily Chela article. <laughs> 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 Just do an addition. Ones that I failed to mention. Pinocchio. <laughs> Uh, do you think it's like Werewolf is like top 25 for you for the year, maybe top 30? Uh, oh, yeah, easily it should be 25. Okay, uh, Marcel the Shell or the Batman? Oh, Ooh. <laughs> could it be two more different movies? The pain, yeah, both sides of Rosa's artistic <laughs> and- loves clashing against one another. Oh, no. I how dare you do this to me? She is in um, pain. Marcel. Marcel, the shell mm. with shoes on. The unbearable weight, massive talent, or no bears. Oh man. Oh, I... 
going with no bears. No bears. And anybody watching, let me know if you think there's any ones that I missed that were some of your favorites so we can discuss. The Banshees mm-hmm. or everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. This might be a tough one. It is. You think both of these get nom- nominations? I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think they do. I mean, if I were to bet money right now, I would put money on both of them. On both of them making it? Yeah. Um, best actors. Oh, you think both of them get best actors or both of them get supporting? Mm, they, or do you think they split it? That they get into best actor? Do you, do you think, yeah, do you think either of them gets best actor knob or best supporting? Probably best everything. Or, I don't know. No, the um, match is because it's Colin Farrell and, and another actor that are the main. Uh, yeah, kind of I think star. Colin Farrell might go into lead actor. And then um, Brandon Gleason and Terry Coyne. Yeah, going to supporting. And then, yeah, of I course, everywhere, everything everywhere has got to be good for best actress supporting mm-hmm. as well, right? I mean, yeah. the oh, only yeah. thing against it is that it came out earlier in the year. Sometimes that affects people. But there, but movies like this has also started. Have you seen that it's sort of starting to get recognition in, like, the early uh, awards? Yes. Yes. I mean, that, that happened with CODA. Um earlier um last year and sadly <laughs> it got overshadowed by the uh, incident but oh yeah Coda came out like last year the year before that in the summer sometime in august so for it to have gone all that way and get supporting and also get i believe it got screenplay and best picture so yeah they, they, they're beginning to be more recognized and not necessarily the early year release is not as as big of an That's issue bad. as it used to be. Yeah, yeah. It used to be January and February is when good movies went to die because they, you know, you want to be back in the day. It was like you do a limited release in December that way it's fresh in voters' minds, and then after the you do like a longer release in January, February. That's how you make your money. Right. But but now it's not so different. Well, the question remains: the Banshees or everything. Ooh, everything everything everywhere yeah. all at once moves on all right we got our top eight here top gun or the woman king <clears throat> we keep getting such different movies head to head i love it oh man oh top gun top gun Yay! <laughs> <Dang>, all right <laughs> the northman or oh. <laughs> like rolling over She's like, oh. I can feel the pain oh, oh the beat, reaction, beat, my ego. Uh, I'm going with Bardo Bardo yes Bardo with the good acid uh, Pinocchio or Marcel Pinocchio oh no wow dang, that good all right no bears or everything Everything. This is a top four. Listen, Rosa is a Rotten Rotten Tomatoes uh, verified critic. She's going to Sundance. She did work for the San Diego Latino Film Festival last year, watching movies and being part of judging panels. Uh, She is as legit an up and coming uh, Latino uh, influencer in the film industry. And we need more of them, more of her out there. That's why we always want to have her on, support her stuff. She's always so nice to us and comes on. And yet, and yet, here I am making her feel the pain. 
<laughs> of the bracket bit. Pobre Rosa, she'll be all right. She's tough. And <laughs> and yes, we are making her suffer. But these are four great movies. If we if 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 you told me that these were like the four uh you know best movies of the year, I would believe you in some regard. There's a lot of great movies on this list. Again, go mm-hmm. read Rosa's column at the Daily Chela her review of t- of the top movies of 2020 and she even has some blurbs about them in there. I'm not going to show you at the bottom of the list cuz I might tell you who's going to win. But uh <laughs> there's a bunch of cool movies on here, a lot of them that I put on my list. I put it in the chat so you guys can go check it out and then also follow the Daily Chela uh for Rasa by Rasa. Uh, they also have a lot of programs. It's a lot of uh Chicano influencers and creatives here in in Southern California that are putting stuff out there. Uh so we want to support alternative uh media and new media oh, right oh, yeah. so rosa as i give rosa a couple of seconds to con- to re- to, re- to container to recoup recoup her thoughts here and yeah. give her the final four of top gun maverick or bardo oh my gosh oh. <laughs> silence Gosh. Did she pass out? No. No. I'm still here. You're like, sadly, I'm still here. Listen, if we we hear a big plop, we have her contact info to call her husband. Come upstairs. Oh, man. Take us through your process here. Bardo, obviously, generational filmmaker, visually, but Top Gun, visually stunning, pumps you up, makes you get out of your house 12 times to go see it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> old school cinema versus more author author ish yeah. cinema. They could not be more different from each other. That's yeah. I'll go with Maverick. Maverick. Oh, that one okay. that that hurts me. Goodness yeah. gracious! Great balls of fire. Good. <laughs> They did the same song too. They did the same song. They did the whole thing. It was great. It was, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I really, really loved it. Uh, and then Pinocchio or no. everywhere. Oh my god. Oh, I don't want to make this choice. <laughs> what is it about this 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 Pinocchio that 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 he that he nailed for you? What, what, what was that like? Like how did? I mean, it's such a high degree of difficulty. Like how did he nail it so perfectly? I think it's everything. Um, it's the collaborative effort. It is the stop motion animation, but it's also the story. It's also the score. It's also the songs. Um, but it's also the voice acting, and and it's everything. Uh, the the design of the puppets. It feels. It's a story that's been told time and time and time again. Yet this version feels new and nuanced. In, in so many aspects and, and facets of, of, of the movie. And for, for a good number of times while watching the movie, I completely forget I'm watching a, an animated film. And uh, in this type of, of medium that unfortunately doesn't get the recognition it so much deserves. Um, I think Guillermo single-handedly just reminds us that animation can also be cinema. And to do it and it, with such a, a, a wonderful story, by, to just 
injected with his own style and his own love for cinema. You you have these horror sequences, like some Frankenstein moments in there. And it's just so mind-boggling to me that that it actually exists. It was 15 years in the making. And I, have you seen the 36 minute? I don't know if it's a little documentary. The behind the, uh, the, the making of? The making of the movie. Yeah, it's fucking it's incredible. It's insane. And it's just like put so many uh, different things into perspective. So the only but reason. You could, yeah. you, could, you could say almost the exact same thing, almost about everything everywhere at once. Yes. In how and how it can like it almost can redefine how that type of movie can be made. Yes, and I will be completely honest. I mean, those are that's literally my number one and my number two, and the only reason why my number one is my number one is because I connect to it more as a daughter and as a mother than I do with the 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 number two, which obviously is it's it's um, Pinocchio. But it's story wise, they're they're just so human and yeah like you were just saying for everything we're all at once so many genres it's so genre bending and, mm-hmm. and just to it's not supposed to work uh when when one of your most emotionally effective scenes in the movie it's a rock scene absolutely no dialogue and all you're you're watching are two little rocks with googly eyes and subtitles and that works and the fact that it works, it, it's just again mind-boggling. I I don't know if I can pick one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Well, you don't have to pick the same one that you did on your list. It could, you know, remember. Uh, like, but you uh, do. <clears throat> I, do. You know, no, I know. I just I, love it so much. I'm biased. I always say, flip a coin in the air. When it's in the air, you'll know where it lands. Or I always say, also, uh, if you had to watch one right now after you yeah. get off the stream, which one would you want to watch again right away? But that could also be bias. I don't know. It's it's your brackets, uh, Rosa. Oh my goodness! Everything. Everything. Aww, yeah. Which leaves us with everything and Top Gun Maverick for the finale. I mean, everything was number one on your list, but you watched twelve. You mm-hmm. watched Top Gun twelve times. Right. In the Behentis Show bracket of best movie of twenty twenty three, as done by Rosa. Who wins? I've seen Maverick 12 times. I've only seen everything everywhere all at once. I've actually seen it six times. Oh, whoa. Um, I'm going to have to go with everything still. Everything. Yeah. Takes out. Since we give it the sausage, the, the, the hot dog fingers. <laughs> the hot dog fingers. <laughs> the hot dog fingers. Yay. Everything everywhere Yay. all at once. Thanks. Yay, honey. <laughs> oh, we did it. Well, Rosa, I'm sorry if that was a bit painful for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> a bit. That's a, a bit. massive understatement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna. You traumatized that. her. Jeez. Please give her, get her a towel, some tea, <laughs> uh, a, a microscope, so she can go look at some science stuff. As we all know, how's the science stuff going, Rosa? You you uh, you discovered any new uh, interesting creatures in your research? Any creatures? No, um, we're we're slowing down a little. We were very busy at the end of the year, um, but now that it's starting, it's beginning to slow down a bit. So we get to get a little break. But uh, yeah, I was very busy, very very busy. Um, not in the laboratory, but uh, I mean, I mean, we work 
our lab, it's in the basement. So we're right next to the morgue. So when I mean busy, I mean like how busy the morgue is as well. And and that can get a little. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know the aftermath can get a little. We know, uh, we know you're busy, Rosa, as a scientist slash mom of four slash film critic slash traveling to Sundance slash collaborator on multiple podcasts and host of the Latin X Lens, which you can also find anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we do appreciate any time that you're able to come on. Uh, we hopefully maybe next time uh, we after we have our Oscar nominations, we can come on and and and, and talk a little bit more. And uh, we'll give you some time to breathe up leading up to that. Because I know you got Sundance and a bunch of other She's stuff coming busy up. busy woman, Lou. Yes, I got I got a lot <laughs> coming yeah. up. But You're going to do amazing yeah. though. And if, oh. and, if, and if not, then if you can somehow make it down in March for the festival, Burritos on Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, San Diego Latino Festival coming out in the middle of March. So, Rosa, thank you for stopping by. Thank you, Rosa. As always, it's a pleasure. Come on anytime. The pleasure is always mine. Thank you always for, for inviting me back. Yeah, you make me suffer, pero apparently my goal is Alexander yeah, says she needs to watch everything. And do you mean everything all at once or do you mean everything that Rosa everything recommends? Everything in the list. Everything that, Rosa rec- everything that Rosa recommends, I watch. And then the few times that we disagree, like on uh, Bones and all, I'm just like, maybe I should rethink that. <laughs> maybe you're wrong. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong and Rosa's right yeah. anyway hope so, you stick to your resolutions gracias un abrazo feliz you. año nuevo see you gracias. soon gracias see you one more day take care guys bye yes <laughs> bye alright that was Rosa Parra from Latin X Lens friend of the show we love friend her. of the sh- friend of the show yes La- Latin X Lens uh, again the article on the Daily Chela uh, dailychiller.com uh, you can find her and she also does a lot of stuff for them though, man. that was a cool bracket thank you yeah that was awesome Lizzie. who would have been number one in your bracket Lizzie which one of those movies do you, was your favorite <clears throat> or everyone in the chat go ahead Mello. and put it in there Mellow Claudia oh Maverick so Lizzie's Lizzie's got clothes Maverick yeah I don't know what about you Sophia of I, you've I, seen? bro I've only seen literally one and it made it to the end that's my favorite i loved it i watched it three times and i love it so much but i will be watching more films okay all right i will have more time on my hands for me i think my favorite movie uh of the year maybe uh i don't know maybe bardo maybe uh the northman was really good (sighs) hustle was actually good and then um honestly Listen, it's it's Timothy Chalamet, and it's it's a love story. It's literally a love story about cannibals. What? It's a love story about two cannibals, and it is, but it also apparently can be uh, like some of the themes is like being gay, like in America, like in the eighties, because it's set like in the eighties. So it's kind of like a it's kind of like a, a weird thing. But I really, really enjoyed it. Like Bardo? I, I no bones and all, bones, bones and all, all. Okay. bones and all, bones and all. Uh, the menu is really good. Bardo is like I said, a trip. Eat an edible, um, or eat some mushrooms and just trip out and just have fun. It's 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 not like a oh you know it's it's really good though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maverick, I love Matilda. Uh, 
everything everywhere minions all the way that's right uh gdt uh, alexander says gdt maverick maverick was really good it was an interesting year so all right well we surprised you sophia yeah yeah northman my least favorite northman your least favorite what interesting because you two have been this whole year last year I haven't watched it, but I, I Northman. Watched it. Is it the is it the brutality of it? Was it, it? Yeah, it, was, it, it? was it because it's like the it's, length, it's it's a lengthy film as well, right? The Northman. No, it's very brutal. It also has some mysticism, like Valhalla. Uh, like I Anna, it's the Northman. Yeah, I heard that's what I heard. I heard it's a mixture of like some people find really? it. Really, it's not like that dog movie that that took me like ten times. Oh, see that one I watched. Why is it that I watch the ones that I end up not liking? But the I North, also watched that the one. Northman is so violent. Like the first twenty minutes of it is so it's so oh. exciting. Like if you like any of those shows, like Vikings or mm-hmm. or game, like it's like even just the visual of yeah. like this is what like a Viking raid used to be like or something like that. Even if it's just that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's not. Right. We'll knock out some I don't tabs. like it. Maybe fifteen minutes in, so she didn't like that segment. Then the part that you're talking. Yeah, about I don't know. Like, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the Northman. I don't know. Hmm. All right. All right. I won't be I haven't seen it. I'll let you know what it. Once I do, though. But oh my, I get to talk to her about Wednesday. I finally watched Wednesday. See, I did a good thing. Are you proud of me? Yeah, I, I haven't catch watched up. it. We, we'll catch catch up. up. We'll catch up. We'll do Wednesday talk next time. Okay. All right, let me knock out. Let's knock out some of the last topics that we had. Uh, this had been the interview segment in a bracket bit with Sophia, but let's finish. Let's let's get into the the week in in news and what we missed. All right, Mm -hmm. uh, what did we miss while we were away? Um, (sighs) so much. We'll talk, we'll do like 30 seconds on each of these things. All right, President Trump announced some bullshit, then he did some NFTs, so he's still insane. All right, all right, cool. Uh, uh, the nurses fired for mocking patients on TikTok. Uh, I example. saw that. Yeah. So yeah, what did you think about that? Because that is, I don't think that's a HIPAA violation since it's a personal social medias. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Wednesday's right. Thank you, Rosa. She's proud of me. I made her proud. Yay. <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys didn't hear, so uh, there's some nurses that were like, what's the eek or what's the thing for you? And it's like, oh, when they keep coming to the, to the desk or when they try to sneak some so some bunch of bullshit and they got fired i don't know it's because on one hand i understand it's an employee whining about their environment which like we all have the right to do right um but then at the other hand you are a healthcare uh worker and yeah i don't know hip is a thing and maybe you shouldn't yeah i don't know put, upload and... it to social media uh i don't know Listen, do you think that they should have gotten fired and then the nurse that does the TikTok about like uh like where she sets up the camera and the lights and then she she looks all sad and she's like lost a patient today. And she's <laughs> like know. but I just got to shake it off and then she like picks the perfect song and she like uploads it like do you, which which one do you think is worse? If they're just oh, just just looking into one. just looking into the camera and be like hey, I hate it when patients do this or setting up a TikTok to show people what it's like when somebody dies on you and, and, and setting up the angle and like walking away and, you know, that one hits me on the manipulative aspect where I'm like, you're going yeah. above and beyond to get pity and views and you're monetizing it. So right. I hate that one. Whereas the other one is just, yeah, like, like Lizzie says, it's unprofessional. It's unprofessionalism and Both it's very cringe. cringe. Both are cringe. Um, but one's more unprofessional. The other one is more like manipulative. So I think, 
If I had to choose, they both suck, but if I had to choose, I'd go with the camera one. What about you? <laughs> Listen, yeah, uh, as somebody who's had to go to the hospital and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, if I, if I saw a nurse that was doing something like that, I would go insane. Yeah. The other one is just complaining about customer, which you shouldn't do, which is stupid. But like people snitch on themselves all the time on on the yeah. on the gram now. They show themselves doing shootings and yeah, doing all kinds of shit. So why wouldn't you complain about your customers and stuff like that? So yeah, like listen, share it to close friends, vent to your closies. Yeah, and the, let yeah, it go. That's that's definitely it. All right, yeah. All right. Here, next one here. Oh, oh, I was going to do this one with Rosa was here, but... Uh, oh, I think but, she might be in the chat, hopefully, maybe. Oh, no, no. No, no, uh, Selena Gomez, uh, uh, Jenna Ortega, Diego Luna, Abri Plaza, Guillermo del Toro, Diego Calva, Ana de Armas, Anna Taylor Joe. baby. Congratulations. They all got Golden Globe nominations. Ooh. So, boom, goes the dynamite. Yes. We it's did, good. We, Let's we, do better. We did but it. But it's good. All right. So, <laughs> nurses, cringe, don't do stupid shit at your job. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> Next up. Uh, okay. Uh, Elon Musk still crazy. He jumped into a Twitter space, got mad at some journalists, and then he canceled Twitter spaces for everybody for like two days. Uh, you know, so he did. I know. He's still insane. But then he did a vote and said that he would resign. And apparently he's been a little bit more quiet recently because I think people were like, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, okay. I actually wanted to ask Rosa too and you because you two use Twitter a lot more than I do. Um, mm. has uh the space changed in in your experience in your personal use um since Elon bought it? Because for me it hasn't, but I'm also not on it too often. I think the initial thing was mm. a lot of allies left, which mm. was a lot of people that would virtual signal and, and a lot of people that would like there was like the thing on Facebook was like posting about leaving Twitter, even though right. uh, most of the people that said that on Facebook, I had never seen on Twitter. They never followed me, interacted with me. So it was like, yeah. kind of like, so like stop virtue signaling, like go do something in your yeah, community. Like Twitter. it just, it, like li just think about the stupid shit that you do because as you know, we're lefties leaning socialist, right? Uh, we're, we're, it, but, but the gray area is it, it's so cringe when people virtue signal for that. So that was the first step. People that were leaving and talking shit about it. Experience wise, the same people that I interacted with, I still do. Um, then all the shit that started happening was insane because uh, he literally started banning people just because they were making fun of him. He yeah. said comedy was legal until people were making fun of him. No oh, we what. never talked about him getting booed, by the way. That was hilarious. He got booed and then he got mad at that. Like he just and then there's the there's the muskrat stuff, fucking mustands. Um the <laughs> there's yeah. all the people that, that really love that are like fucking, you know, dick riding Elon till the fucking wheels go off, and yeah. they're then they're like super happy. All the crypto bros and a bunch of fucking those types of people bought the Twitter blue, nobody else did. Um, so, so it, it was a bunch of this motherfucker paid for Twitter. Yeah. Um, and then I did start to notice that I was getting, um, the only thing I did notice experience wise is that on desktop, it took a while to get fresh, to get your feed refresh and that I was getting recommended posts from more right leaning accounts than I used to get. Mm. I also what. I also check in on a lot of right leaning or or accounts that 
that Would, sort of yeah. follow the right wing um, because I like to see both sides of stuff. You know what I mean? Because um, I'm a gray area guy. But so I, I saw that. But in terms of and then a small amount of people migrated to like Mastodon and Hive. Mm or Instagram that I've seen, but that's maybe like 5% of the people that I maybe followed that, that I think have now sort of tried to move on or they made a conscious effort. Right. They weren't, they weren't like the virtual signers. These are like actual people that were like, I have an issue with this. I'm, I'm and some of these were huge people on Twitter and there's a couple that have left Twitter and have gone on to like Mastodon, which is not going to happen. Hive, which has a smaller chance of not happening yeah instagram which is like a completely different experience for me yeah back to facebook doesn't make tiktok you know, be real be real is that what i should do should i get yes. a be real should i get a be real instead of a tiktok no keep your tiktok too but like well oh you don't have a tiktok okay get a tiktok i have a tiktok i just never i haven't posted anything to it i've because every time somebody do sends you me use it do you like use it sometimes people will send me tiktok so my phone will open up my tiktok account so i can watch it but that's about it it takes a while for the algorithm to understand no, what you like, but once yeah. they know you, once it knows you, oh, it's yeah. addictive. Oh, yeah. it knows it don't it knows me so well. It's all gay shit and puppies. Oh, <laughs> that's a, that's what my Instagram is. My Instagram is all big butts and puppies. So I was like, <laughs> <See>? nice. <laughs> hey. There are too many socials. I agree. We got I, you. Here, here's the issue, right? I've been trying to do away with most of my socials, but I can't quit any, including Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat, but I realize that I can't uninstall it because of the memories. It has too many memories. <laughs> is there like a is there like a a, a buy TikTok? Um buy, oh like a like, like yeah, buy yeah. content. Yeah, there's there's by LGBTQ all the all the content. Yeah. Does it feed that to Lesbian you? Lesbian like, TikTok is huge. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. You should join it. I will I will. All right. Fine. Be real and TikTok. I put it on the list. That's my lose illusion. Be real is easy. It's low maintenance. I just took a be real right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um Equinox. Um as a bizarre campaign, they did a we don't speak January campaign. So anybody that tried to join their overpriced gym uh-huh. on January 1st got a message that said, uh, we are not a New Year's resolution. It's not you. It's January. You are not able to get a membership today. Oh, that's that's funny. <laughs> is, it, is it me? Is it me to find that funny? I'm sorry. We don't speak January. <laughs> It's what not you- fitness, it's life. It's not fitness, it's life. It's not so ba- January. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lizzie says, uh, my TikTok is Taylor Swift, astrology, football, Broadway, and movies. It gets, it, really gets see? To- yeah, it really gets but, to know you. Like, it encapsulates you as a human. But does it know you so well because you're giving it permission to, like, look at all your shit? Probably. Because, because that's the thing. The TikTok is, like, that's one of the things that, that people, like, you shouldn't get TikTok Pro- because... Because the terms and services and the shit that they give you that nobody ever reads, oh yeah, it's probably giving them access to like everything. It like it it, it it like it knew you loved Taylor Swift before you even searched for Taylor Swift. It was like, yeah, we're gonna line them up for this girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Even more specific than that, I remember somebody sent me a reel on Instagram, and um, I don't there I don't I don't know how to use reels on Instagram. Um, so uh, then I opened up TikTok. And like three TikToks in, it was that same one. Oh wow! 
So I don't know. Well, well, it goes from TikTok to Instagram Reels, then right, then to Facebook in terms of that type of contact, right? The same way it goes. Yeah, from right in up. terms of age, yeah, it starts. It's yeah, birth and TikTok. TikTok then uh, it yeah, by the time it gets to Facebook, by the time it gets to Facebook, it's like fucking. Your grandparents are watching it. By the time your mom's, yeah, yeah, the same way the internet flows from Reddit to Twitter. And then from Twitter to other places, Twitter to yes. Facebook, Twitter to everything else. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, the controversy here is that uh, it's very elitist, I guess. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a little elitist to be like, listen, we're charging three hundred and eighty dollars a month for our, to, so that you can say I work out at Equinox. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but we're not going to let you sign up on January first because, you know, we don't want to be your resolution. I mean, you can say it's brilliant marketing because. I don't mind. <laughs> I think it's funny. I don't think it's being elitist or anything. Like what, what is, what does someone signing up in January, like who does that stop? Who, who is that discriminating against exactly? Discriminating well, against big, any equally. Uh, the biggest sign up day for gyms is January 1st because of New Year's. Yeah. If anything, say. they're losing money, which that's fine for them. That's a choice. And they're doing it for marketing purposes, which I think is hilarious. Um, but I don't think it's like discriminating anybody. It's, they're not like stopping people of color from signing up. They're stopping everyone from signing up in January. So as long as it's an all across the board thing, Hey, that's funny. Funny to me. I don't know. I guess uh, rich, 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 fat people is who it's discriminated. I mean, I yeah, hope to be a, maybe rich, impulsive, new resolution people. You know, New Year's resolution. New, new money, rich. Maybe an equi- They moved to a nicer neighborhood. The twenty-four hour fitness like, just isn't doing it for them anymore. They're like, you know what? I'm going to join the Equinox January first. Yeah. I'm going to pay three hundred eighty-two dollars a month, even though it's the same fucking equipment that is at the other gym. You know they'll join it in February. It's fine. I don't know. It just feels it feel if it, it feels a little icky. I understand it. Maybe it's like for me, it was like because I made, I was looking for new gyms and stuff like that. Not that I was going to pay uh, three eighty for Equinox, yeah. but I think part of it was like, look, we don't want a bunch of people that just made a resolution and that's going to crowd up our gym. So we're just going to be kind of little bitches. And anyway, all right. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. In their defense, everyone makes for, like uh, people of all sizes are stupid. So like I've been that resolution person. All right. I don't stick to the gym. I'm bad at this. All right, defend your boy here. All right. Can you hear that? Sí, toma, toma. Can you hear that? Okay. No, can you hear the video that I'm playing? Wow. Okay. So, girl gets in his, doesn't get in his face. She just kind of shows up, gets there. And for a while, he sort of tolerates it, and then he's like, "Yeah, look at her face. Ah, what the? Oh, you, you threw, <laughs> you threw my face." And he just, wow. he's just walking. Baboni does not like cell phones. Baboni um, says that if people approach him and just want to talk and be friends, he's cool with it. But if he, blah, 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 blah. yeah, yeah, he threw a girl's phone a mile away. Um, why the sound is still on. Oh, the video. Yeah, the video is just on the loop. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. I was like, I can't hear my own thoughts. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a dick move. I can see both sides because he's such a fucking huge star that, like, imagine being crowded by so many people all the fucking time. I understand that that is, like, personal space. Maybe don't fucking crowd somebody, you know? Um, the biggest but star also, in the world right now. 
Yeah, but also maybe don't uh, destroy property because you, you know, are upset. <laughs> so so that, it's, it's both. A- it's both. Fame is fucked up. Okay, like there's yeah. people like. Have you seen the Harry Meghan Markle thing? Yeah. And then Princess no, Diana died from it. And no, then I'm sorry. No, I have not seen that. No way. I lied to you about there. But I watched it on the plane. <laughs> I it was. But no, I mean, paparazzi and just people in general can get really disrespectful when it comes to like celebrities in personal space. They just, you know, are dehumanized. And so that sucks, you know. So you're defending, not... you're defending Bad Bunny. No, no, no. I'm just saying that that's his side. And then on the other hand, um, if I'm a broke girl, so if I get drunk and I make a bad choice, don't throw my fucking phone a mile away from me. In the water. You're rich. Yeah, you're rich. A, a phone is expensive. I don't want to buy another phone. Like, bro, you're destroying my property, and now she can sue. Possibly, I don't know. She absolutely has to. I would. Yeah, she absolutely has to sue. So, what are you talking about? Yeah, so it's like, bro, my has got my money. So my has got my money. Yeah. Yeah. So no, um, I think both were wrong. He's the one with money, so and she's the you one with lots of property. So don't. I think that you she should do. You, you don't want to. You don't want to dismiss any. Potential oh, what do you bad, think? Oh, do you bad, think that's bad, such a terrible like action? Look, what do you think? His publicist is going to have a talk with him. And number two, the error was not the. He should be mad at his team because they let people get to him. Get through, yeah, exactly. So that is where they. That is that is who fucked up. His people yeah. should let should no do not. You're gonna. A chick came up from behind him. He's walking in public, and they let her get next to his face with a fucking object. Yeah, that's a failure yeah. of the security team. I don't care if he was in the DR, if he felt like he was around his people, whatever. He is the biggest star in the world. People around him should not be able to get to them in that way. I I agree, but you know, people be don't be a douche and throw somebody's phone in the water, though. That's just cold. Yeah. That's just that's just. Dumb. I think they're both douchey. I think the girl's douchey in the situation. I think he's douchey in the situation. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Up until uh, recently, uh, here's a, a Democratic uh, Republican, Catherine Clark, talking about. All right. Uh, so let's really quickly uh, knock out this uh, story of the Speaker of the House. Um, the red. We are. So we had an episode about the red wave that wasn't right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is the result of Congress is red the republicans won congress but they don't have a super majority they need 218 votes to have the majority and to elect their speaker the democrats uh have jeffries um as as their uh, proposed speaker he's not going to win obviously unless there's some sort of weird thing there's 20 republicans that are holding this congress hostage uh, Lauren Boebert, uh, Matt Gates, uh, they calling themselves the Freedom, Ca- the Freedom Caucus, the Tea Party, uh, whatever you want to call it. And they're basically asking for a shit ton of concessions, a shit ton of appointments. Um, and they basically, before they vote for uh, McCarthy, the Republican, um, that, and they voted nine times so far. Yeah. Nine times they voted. And he has not gotten enough votes every single time. Oh, my God. And basically, they're saying and McCarthy is being called uh, and he's a he's a Trump guy. He went down there after Trump lost and took the picture with him in Mar-a-Lago. But he's also has a ton of lobbyists. So he's seen as like, you know, part of the swamp. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And these people, these 20 Republicans 
are really basically trying to say that the 200 plus that are voting for McCarthy need to vote for somebody else. They're never going to vote for McCarthy. The Democrats are just sitting in the back there and just like laughing, you know, mm-hmm. having a good old time. AOC's in the background laughing. Uh, this was uh, Catherine Clark's response when asking if the Democrats should uh, be the ones that are helping to resolve this. Because if 10 Democrats voted for McCarthy, then, you know, it would be over. Urgent mm-hmm. call to protect our planet and invest in clean energy and create tens of millions of good paying jobs. They said no. When we said women deserve equal pay, for equal work, they said no. When we said that childcare and paid family leave should be available to every worker in this country, to every family, they said no. When we secured the fundamental right to vote for every single American, they said no. When we stood by our veterans and expanded their access to healthcare, they said no. When we defended our democracy two Mm -hmm. years ago tomorrow from a tyrannical president following the January 6th insurrection. That was two years ago. Whoa. They said no. House Democrats will stand together. Basically, Democrats are sitting there watching the Republicans flail all over themselves. They're all voting in unison. They started nominating Donald Trump and a bunch of other people. Lauren Boebert's trying to just get screen time. Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing all kinds of crazy stuff. It's it's a big old clusterfuck. Three days. The last this is the the most times it's taken in like eighty years, and the only other time that they had to go to like one hundred and fifty votes was during the Civil War. This is ninety nine times out of a hundred. They get there first day of Congress. Everybody knows who it's going to be. Part of what they want is they want somebody that's the that's the leader that is going to shut down the government, that's not going to compromise on anything, that's mm-hmm. going to do a bunch of committees so that they can figure out what Hunter Biden's penis looks like. <laughs> uh, they they want to they want border stuff. They want all these things, and and they're trying to hold up the like. How long do you think it can go? Because as of today. As of today, there's still no Speaker of the House. Yeah. Do you think they're going to come to a consensus anytime soon? <laughs> I mean, this year? <laughs> the truth of it is that nothing is going to get done these next two years. We have mm-hmm. a split government. We have Biden, who's going to be probably running for president again. Yeah. And you have Congress that's Republican by a margin. Do you think Biden's so- going to run again? You think so? I think so. I don't think he has it in him. Not another. I feel like they're going to get a a, a transplant. They're going to get somebody else to replace him. But like he's going to, you know, I don't I think he runs. I don't think Kamala, I don't think I don't know if Kamala Harris can can lead the ticket. I don't, I don't think, think she, I don't think she's going to lead it. But I think somebody else. I don't know who, though, but because if they if, if 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 he doesn't run and they don't elevate her to the top spot, I think that's incredibly insulting. Mm, that's true. It is. What is going to be uh, Pete? Com- Pete Kamala? Ew! Who likes Pete? Nobody likes Pete. I think. I mean, she, I think that if if Biden says he's not running, 
then the Democratic primary is super interesting because you got Kamala, you got like yeah. Bernie, Bernie coming out of the crypt. Dude, I love Bernie. Come on. You know who's you know Hold you know if, you, you know who it is if you know who they're gonna put up if 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 he doesn't run right like you know who yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Say it. If he doesn't run, Biden Biden announces in his last year. Look, I don't have it in me. I'm not gonna run. There is now gonna be a Democratic primary. Who is the DNC force feeding us? I don't know. Why am I thinking Obama again? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Kamala. I'm thinking Kamala, but it's right there. Can't you hear her in the background getting ready with her white suit? He... Oh no, stop. Not Clinton. No. They are I'm calling no it. Way. I'm There's calling no it. Way. I'm calling it. I'm calling, calling my luck. I'm calling can my luck. Predictions next. We should do predictions. Sure. We Wait, should do okay. predictions. Okay. We can do predictions. We can do. Uh, we yeah, only Hillary. got a couple of things. Hillary. Yeah, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. If Biden decides not to run, Hillary Clinton is a lock. Is a lock to be Hillary because that's the only person they could put at the top of the ticket that wouldn't be insulting to Kam- Kamala. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I would. I would do some horrible things for like Bernie AOC. You know. Yeah. I'd be in there. Yeah, do, just doing I'll my do, duty. I'll do everything. <laughs> yeah, I'll do everything. That's my duty for this country. <laughs> I'm I'm getting pegged for Bernie AOC. Oh uh, my gosh. But I love that. Thank even you. Thank but you I mean, if it's Bernie AOC, come yeah. on, give, give me eight, eight years of Bernie <laughs> AOC. Come on, dude, that would be amazing. Oh ask not what your country can do, but how you can get pegged <laughs> for your country. Yes. Is, uh, in the constitution so. look but but it's a hundred percent hillary kamala or like hillary Buttigieg if if kamala doesn't run um i think that would be saying kamala aoc ah, man that would be that would dis- i mean that would be that would be a great compromise that would be that would be a great compromise um i just want the student relief to go through. That's all I want. Can we just get health for Christmas? Yeah, can we just get healthcare? Hello. Yeah, can we just get a little healthcare? All right. Anyway, that that clusterfuck's yeah. still happening. We're gonna get to resolutions right now. Um, January six rider Ching chasing the capitalist. This douchebag got five years in jail. Good for him. Yes. Uh, World Cup. This is this is the, this is the, this is how I'll remember the World Cup this year. Okay. Right. Oh. oh. Who says men don't have emotions? Dude, I, I'm I'm not even hearing it right now, and I'm and I get emotional watching it. Oh. That is the best thing to happen, uh, World Cup wise, seeing this video. Oh. Sorry, who is he? Andres Cantor. He's the guy that does. He's you know he's got he's got the the the, the gold call that that he that that he um you know the long ass goal. He's a guy, and he was uh, doing um, the Spanish broadcast for the. Yeah, Argentina. I'm su- I'm supposing. Yeah, he's from Argentina and stuff gotcha. like that. So gotcha. so that very emotional, cool. you know. Oh. Yeah, look. And Where were you on the World Cup in the day of the World Cup? 
I was I watched pretty much nine all the games, probably about eighty five percent of the games. That no, I was the last one, the la- like the last moment. I watched everything here at home. I watched everything right. at home. It was it, it was kind of the mm-hmm. um, it was kind of like uh, you know as, as most people know I lost my father in May, so it was probably one of the most most recent steps that I had to go through in that grieving process was not. Because, like I said, 99% of the soccer games that I've seen my entire life, I've seen mm-hmm. next to my dad. You know, that's the reason that I root for Uruguay, even though I'm Colombian. It's because I grew up watching soccer with my dad. Mm-hmm. So not having him next to me watching the World Cup for the or Uruguay game for the first time my whole life was sort of like the toughest. It was kind of a weird thing. But and then Uruguay didn't do good. And then sort of that was actually kind of like more loss but in a way it was okay because they just sort of like you know and they weren't going to beat argentina argentina was a fucking yeah they were a beast they were a beast france was a beast uh mexico you know didn't make it uruguay didn't make it usa didn't make it we were out early colombia wasn't even by it wasn't even in this year so I know what the fuck was that about. I won my bracket though, so in case anybody cared, uh, your girl is good. I'm two for two of the. How many? How many people were in your bracket? No, what do you mean? Like how many teams? How how many people were competing? Oh, only two. It was just me. (laughs) It was me and my co my ex coworker because we used to do this thing. I invited you to a twenty-person bracket, and you played, and you were in a, and you went on a fifty. You could have. You, you invited could've... me the night before, and I was busy. So you had the same chances. Like, like, you had, oh a, you had the same chances, like coin flip, to win the bracket. <laughs> uh, no, not necessarily. We could have tied it, or I could have lost it. <laughs> look, look. Okay. It's just yeah. uh yeah, yeah. No, but I won like a lot of points, so I felt pretty proud. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so in terms of the World Cup, that moment I thought was the most important um, for me. It was a very emotional time, but it was you know it was fun. I got through it. It was great. Can't wait for the World Cup in U.S. We hopefully can go get to go to some games. Yeah. Uh, either in U.S., Mexico, or Canada, you got a bunch of different yeah. places, and or it's all of them. going up to forty-eight teams. Um, and as somebody <laughs> who grew up around the tango and a bunch of Argentinians, uh, you know, I was happy for Argentina. They're like the Uruguayan's brother, but. but- <laughs> <laughs> We always have to note that, not always, but if we're talking about mi gente issues and how it pertains to Latinos, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, the Argentinian president, among others, said... La verdad es que siempre lo confieso, no voy a decir una cosa por otra. Eh, la América Latina y Argentina puntualmente somos, por sobre todas las cosas, americolatinistas. Creemos en América Latina y en nuestro continente y en la unidad de nuestro continente. Pero particularmente también soy un europeísta. Soy alguien que cree en Europa. Porque de Europa escribió alguna vez Octavio Paz que los mexicanos salieron de los indios, los brasileros salieron de la selva, pero nosotros los argentinos llegamos de los barcos. Eran barcos que venían de allí, de Europa. Mm, y así eh, puto! Y Europa ha sido... ¡Qué puto, güey! A la verga, Dios mío. So, yeah, so literally, you know, uh, los mexicanos salieron de los indios, los brasileños salieron de la selva, pero nosotros pasa, los argentinos llegamos en barcos desde Europa. So that's always been the thing. 
You know? We love racism. Oh, great. Fucking Argentinians. You guys, this is why everyone hates you. This is why. We're trying to be friends. <laughs> we try not to gang up on you, but you're just so goddamn racist. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's so difficult. Look, there's racism all yeah, over America. There's all, all kinds of racism in interior, different color structures within each country. There's all kinds of shit in our community, but we do need, we know, we have to note that it is just an interesting. And then, you know, Argentina, like literally, they wiped out an indigenous and uh, black population there. Um, I'll tell you, there's, there's never any black players on the Argentinian national team. Uh, yeah. When compared to Uruguay, where there's always a few, you know, so it's kind of like that that whole area has a lot of history with that, you know. Also, it's, Germany, the 40s and 50s, there's a whole things, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's just so they, weird to me how proud they, they are, you know. They want to like, be like they want to be Latinos, but they're like we're we're down with the Latinos. They want to be Europeans, so They're like we're both. We're like Latinos, but we're from Europe. It's kind of sad how much they want to be European, though. They're just like, oh, they're such European bootlickers. Like, yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. We're from the boats. We're from, we're from the boats. Yeah, we uh, all got conquered, you fuckers. And look, it they're not. Genocide, I mean, equal listen, genocide, putos, they're, okay? They're, 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 look at how light my skin is, pendejo. Look, Do you think Mara, I wanted it this Mara, way? No. Mara, Maradona was not light skinned. You know, Maradona had, had some had some Indian in him, had some indigenous blood in him, you know? So. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. uh, while we were away, Amber Heard settled for a million dollars. They were all both going to retry the case. She got okay. hit for like 18 million, I guess. And rather than retry the case, it's going to be one million and it's all going to get paid for by insurance. So, that she paid him, that she pays him for the yeah. loss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but she was going to get a, she was, it was a lot more, right? It was like, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was closer to 20. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> this, all right. Well, that's good. Go for it. Uh, so, well, this is something that I forgot to mention earlier, but when uh, when they were talking about Kevin McCartney and, and trying to pump him up, uh, Republicans said that he doubled the number of black Republicans in Congress, and then they gave mm-hmm. him a standing ovation. Like, we doubled the number, but it actually went from one to two. <laughs> I know my <what> I mean. <laughs> So he doubled the number under his leadership. They went from one black congressman to now they have two we love to see progress the progress uh okay right let's get into this good all right uh greta versus andrew tate yes greta thunberg greta versus andrew tate this is Sweden. this is uh this is an important topic because we have talked about the manosphere before and my bugatti yeah fresh and fit what have you um mm-hmm. uh, we have to watch this later. Uh but this is how it all started. Andrew Tate, as we know, we talked about it. Uh Hustlers University, Manosphere, just spewing a bunch of stuff. Uh he's been accused of running um of doing like um the sex the love sex trafficking lover boy method, uh you know, talking to girls online, finding them on Instagram, romancing them, telling them how much he wants to be with them, flying it out to Romania. And when they get to Romania, guess what? Oh, you want a ticket home? You're going to have to show your ass on this OnlyFans or on this cam service so we can make some money off of you. Um, so he was off Twitter. Everything was He got deplatformed by YouTube, a bunch of stuff. He got put on Twitter again. Uh, and he writes a tweet to Greta Thunberg, completely out of the blue. Just nobody, you know, takes a picture of himself uh, yeah. at a gas station. 
You know, he says, Greta, I have 33 cars. My Bugatti has a has a W16 eight liter quad turbo. My two Ferrari 8112 Competizione have 6.5 liter V12s. This is just a start. Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. Oh, no, honey. Yeah. He's so insecure. All right. So uh, her response, um, because she's a teenager, she's a little cringe, but she says, yes. She she tweets back. Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalife.com, which is a very (laughs) basic, well-constructed, succinct comeback. It's just, it's, it's, perfect it's the thing you can't you can't rant with this man you can't reason with him it's it's a little bit of low it's low-hanging fruit i mean it's a little basic i get it but try hard he has to be like oh greta oh my 33 cars oh my bugatti oh like bro shut up you're he's a he's a top g um so (laughs) he his response in the next day is a video of him in a bathrobe with a pizza and he's like making sure to tell everybody he's like oh he literally is like oh greta you have a small dick we were all wondering about it it's like why were you wondering whether she had a dick you know like what what's what, what, why is that kind no, of no that's like one of those things where you try to be like oh, no you are i know you are but what am i like he literally like it's took, so sad took the took the lamest comeback route yeah. like like literally was like oh your email is small dick energy. Like obviously yeah. it's a joke email, you dumb motherfucker. Oh, you, oh, we were all wondering about that. Oh, I'm gonna try to email it right now. It's literally, I know you are, but what am I? Like he literally <laughs> did a two-minute video saying, like, oh, I know you have a small dick. Oh, thanks for telling the world. Thanks for telling oh, us. Thanks for like, telling bro, us. Bro. We were all wondering whether <laughs> at Greta- this point, Andrew Tate, just take the L. Like a little girl owned you, it's fine. Move on, you know, if you really are. You know, a top G. Yeah, just move on. It's fine. It's fine. But no, he had to respond. He just had to say something. He had to respond. So um, he was eating a pizza. And the pizza place on the box only operates in Romania. So the theory is that Romanian authorities were waiting for him to be back in country to execute his arrest. Mm -hmm. So he might have owned himself. By posting that video. Right. Because. Yeah. Because a couple of days after that. And this was maybe three, four days ago. He was arrested along with his brother. And they were accused of sexual assault. uh, Kidnapping. A bunch of other shit. Turns out he doesn't have 33 cars. He has 11 cars. So he had that part wrong. Mm. And it turns out. He actually has now zero cars. Because Mm -hmm. those cars are being confiscated. By the Romanian government. Yeah. And he's accused of money laundering, sex trafficking, not very top G behavior. No. He, he did get on um, Twitter somehow, or he has people on, and he's continuing to post. Basically, he's he's saying that it's all the, the Matrix now and that the Matrix sent his agent, and he's doing this whole thing about you have to get to get out mm. of the Matrix. Um, but he's still continuing to post about how he you know, he helps yeah. men more and all this other bullshit. So he's still trying there. I think they're just trying to milk as much money out of it as possible right now. Yeah. Of uh, course. So I guess the real thing here is check on your 12 to 15 year old boy cousins, brothers and nephews mm-hmm. and make sure that they're not like, 
balls deep into the manosphere mm-hmm. because that is the audience. Probably even a little younger, probably like 10, 11 might, some of them might seep through to like 14, yeah, 15 year olds. So 10 to 15, I guess would be a broader range, but that is who's giving them the clicks. That is the people. And then after that, you got some, some other people, toxic masculinity. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he's teaching toxic masculinity to like the most vulnerable kids, yeah. you know, and, and if it's not, and those are the younger fans, the other fans that are like 17, 18, 19, 21, they're just more like directionless kids or whatever. They're growing up in a very non school dances and more hangouts and stuff like that. Everybody's just at home all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're obviously in a much more disjointed sort of society where they're trying to pick up chicks maybe online or through apps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So check on your, yeah. check on your cousins, check on your brothers and sisters. Yeah, actually, um, uh, Vosh had this, uh, thread. Let me see if I can find it for you, but her, him and, um, Anna Kasparian, uh, interviewed him, uh, not too long ago. And it was regarding this topic about men and kind of how, um, how they go down this pipeline, right? Because this isn't how, this isn't how like guys are born with this passes. mentality, right? It's they're they're they well, have to go through online controversies. They have to go through a pipeline to get to be this. But now um, the mainstream press is commenting is on the fact that I was informing Greta that my very extensive car collection. Yeah, there is a process to get there, right? Yeah. I'm trying to find the video so that you can play at least a little bit of it because I thought it was a really good conversation actually to have. I think we've had it actually a few um, a few um, pods ago because we've been talking about the toxic male, um, toxic masculinity, and then also this whole, like you said, I'm going to send it through a private chat here. Paste. Okay. Boom. The fun, the best yeah. part about the the whole thing is that um, Boom. this tweet. The response, his tweet originally tweet only had like uh, a couple of hundred thousand views and tweets. He her ratio to him was so bad that that's another thing. It's like how how big is his reach actually? Yeah, it's it's mostly kids. It's mostly mm-hmm. kids and disenfranchised, like um, you know, you would call them, I guess, incels. You know, yeah, or people that <laughs> that that are sort of in that area. All right, you want me to play this? Yeah, I'll play a little bit of it. Right, here we go. I don't pay for YouTube. So. <laughs> well, not the commercial part. Recently, there were some right, statistics by healthcare yeah. company Cigna indicating that men are the loneliest generation. In fact, 18 to 24-year-olds are lacking friends intimate partners, they're feeling increasingly alienated from society. And when you look at statistics in regard to their education, whether or not they're working, more and more of this data reinforces that there is something awry. And addressing it doesn't mean that you turn your back on issues pertaining to women, but it does mean that we should be focused on what it is in society that is leading to this epidemic, what the left can do to offer solutions, and how we can basically fight back against the more nefarious figures who have filled the- Now, uh, obviously, 
pretty harmful. You gotta tell me because I can't hear It makes people feel kind of lonely. It makes them bad at oh, reaching out to it? others, connecting, sharing okay. their interests, building friendships. Wait, why can't you it? I think it's one of the reasons why know. guys I, tend to view dating I, as sort of I adversarial because they don't think of like a, a woman as like, oh, um, you know, well, maybe we'll just get along on some shared interests. Maybe we'll have something in common. They think of it as this like a mating battle, which I don't think it has to be. And as a product of that, a lot of guys feel like they have no social inroad. Okay, um, I will. I will save it and I will watch it. Yeah, save it and watch it. It's worth a watch. Um, I think it does a really good. It's a deep dive, basically, into how how young men go down this rabbit hole. So, and and what the left can do to kind of like can uh, combat it because the right wing <laughs> is sort of offering more of a not safe haven, but like a safe space, I guess. And then you know you got all these little kids, and then you kind of indoctrinate them and blah blah blah. Anyway, what the left is doing more alienating than anything when it comes to men at least but that's another topic for another time we can talk about it next time if you want to um, into it. yeah we can talk about it i think I, I agree to a certain degree in terms of the some of the left's most popular talking points or sort of social movements do i don't want to say infringe but do rub against like traditional sort of how young men are sometimes feel that they're judged by for their masculinity. Yeah. I feel like it pushes a certain set of people away, um, you know, yeah, by the, true. you know, by the, the biggest social talking points as well. So yeah. Anyway, that's um, a good video. So I would say I would recommend watching that one. All right. So Andrew Tate got owned. They even updated his uh, fight record to getting knocked out by Greta. They took it down. I was so sad. I went to see it like once. Oh, they, that, they fixed. They fixed. Yeah, the, uh, they fixed it ever since. I'm like, damn it. I'm gonna update it right now. Uh, <laughs> they can't be fixing it every day, right? They had small dick energy trending, uh, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it was. I, think, it was, I have a feeling Undertaker is gay. I'm gonna say it. There, I've said it. I'm sorry. I don't want to out anyone, but I do think he's gay. I'm sorry. You think Undertaker's gay? I think that he's like secretly, yeah, a homosexual, and he's like just a full of hate and like you know actually like just projecting okay. projecting hatred onto others are right, we gonna say this himself okay i believe that yeah. i can see it i can see it yeah. uh we're gonna talk about this next time seg after implements new self-taping audition guidelines for low budget project uh i didn't know fran drescher was the president of sag now that's interesting what? did you know that no all right, we'll get into that next week. That's an interesting. Okay, I love her. Right, I did not know that. Uh, this is what we we're talking about yesterday. Ben Shapiro, uh, I regret to inform you that Glass Onion is actively bad. I will discuss first the actual writing of the movie, followed by the politics of it. Both suck. Spoilers. First, the writing. The first half of no! the movie is a complete misdirect and a waste of time. We only find out about the actual. You know, anyway. <laughs> no one cares this, what you think about films, Ben Shapiro. This is literally him talking. The mist. Why the misdirect? You literally started the why, why? Why the mist? It's a fucking mystery. You can't. You can't even. You can't even make your wife wet. So shut up. I don't care what you have to say, Ben. Is that too mean? I'm sorry. Is it gay to like vaginas? Female vaginas are disgusting. I think he's no. gay too. I Maybe think. Exactly. I think all of these men are gay. Why wouldn't you want to please your woman? You know, it's because have you not ever like seen I said that? before, it's a woman's job to please a man out the other way around. No, that is actually ridiculous. When it comes to being intimate gay. in the bedroom, it's not. It's like 
When 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 you vaginas. do something for someone, also, have you not seen how and they like it? Have you not seen how much they? He does not know how to make a woman just talking sex, like in general. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but a woman's a jack. Maybe if he writes a check, she can sort of force herself. That's all I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's another one. I think he's gay too. I'm telling you, he thinks about dick way too much and about making men hard and pleasing men. I'm like, why are you thinking about it too much, bro? Gosh. Right. Anyway, this falls under uh, when you see brilliance, you share it. Wow, that was great. Those are the like filters where you have to blink to change the color or like switch your head. It depends, but something triggers it and you have to be on point for it to change, like specifically. And you had the, the, the makeup perfect, right? For that. Yeah, for that. that was beautiful. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, Igor Morales uh, on TikTok. See, that's that's oh, some that's some they brilliant. Let me have faith in the future. Uh, yeah, this is uh, a fake Andrew Tate video, I think. But yeah, <laughs> slay. See, this is who he is on the inside. He just don't want to let it out. Let it out, Andrew Tate. Come to Pride. We'll welcome you. Let it out. Let it out, Andrew. Come on. Uh, I uh, say this. This was before with the Greta thing. Lost to Greta Thunberg. Mm-hmm. Event on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why this is here. San Diego's free admission. Oh man, this is to the Whaley standard. House. Wait, I actually want to know. <laughs> what is the free admission? January. Let's go. <laughs> I've never gone to the Whaley House. Have I said that? I've lived no, here my I've entire never, life. I've never, what What is the Whaley House? Oh my god! Okay. Oh, it's a haunted house in Old Town, I believe. Um, and yeah, we should totally go. Oh my god! Hey, free! All right, cool. We got it. It's one of those touristy things that like everyone that is a transplant has done, and like me as a local have never. So, well, they're uh, starting January second. You can get free trolley tours for January. I guess it's because there's not a lot of tourists, or maybe there. I thought January we had a lot of tourists because people. No, let's go. Let's do it. Put it on the calendar. All right. Um, palette cleanser. Good morning, Jake. Oh, it's a doggy. Oh, good morning. Oh. oh, that's a good boy. It's a bus that picks up doggies. No, stop. <gasps> <laughs> oh, what a good boy. He's sitting down. <gasps> How can I get this job? This is the job I want. Waiting for the they say the perfect job doesn't exist. Louise, this is the life I want. Oh my God, it's picking another one up. Oh my goodness. <gasps> this is not real. There's no way. Good morning, Bama. They're all so well behaved. My dog could never. My dog is. No, they would, jump, they would get in there and start going. Your dogs, too. Yeah, they would all go crazy. Oh, hi. Yeah, they're okay, that, yeah. Oh, he found a seat. Oh, hi, friend. Oh, hi, friend. Oh, yeah. Look at oh. So, apparently, it's the, the these dogs are very obedient and they're all friends. Uh, there's an AM and PM crew of pooches for daycare and they have field trips. So, Where this is, is like. Where is this? I'm moving. Where is this? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, 
but it's but it's awesome. I mean, it's, somebody was like, you know, the black dogs in the back cutting up. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. So there's your there's your there's your timeline cleanser um, yeah. for right now. All right, let's oh, see what else. Beautiful. All right, this is another. Uh, this is this is part. This is the what the caucasity for the week. Oh my god, this was so fucking horrible. Bowl, and amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA fourteen and Pittsburgh six. That's with eleven fifteen to go in the second quarter. Let's go well, to the sidelines, Tony Haynes. Well, NC State, uh, not a lot of depth in the secondary. Decided to talk the about all the illegal aliens in El Paso. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that's what happens. White people. White people, right? All right. Last topic here that I wanted to cover uh, is George Santos. Oh, so okay. there's some redistricting in uh, there's some redistricting in New York. There's um something that that something happened, you know, basically. Yeah. And this guy ran uh, almost unopposed. The Democrats didn't really look into him. He started making up these stories that basically, um, you know, the main things that he said was that he claimed that he was Jewish, although he said later he was just Jewish. Ish. <laughs> um, he said his mother uh, and his family uh, were survivors of the Holocaust. He said he had four co-workers that died in the uh, Pride nightclub shooting. Um, in the what was the, the last uh, one of the gay nightclubs that got shot up? Yeah, Pulse. Pulse, right? Uh, he said he had friends there. He said that his mother died after nine eleven. Um, then he that said he that, owned property in the Hamptons. Yeah, then, went to NYU. He said, yeah, he and then nobody really looked into it a lot. Now the bigger issue here is the death of local journalism, because, you know, you've seen all the clips about how all local news is basically just national news, except for a couple of fires or things that happen in the city. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot less coverage of local events. And the only newspaper that really uh, went after this is the North shore leader, like a local Washington uh, yes, Long Island wild. newspaper. They basically just released an episode that said, we told you so. Uh, uh, George Santos is a fraud and wanted criminal. Uh, he claims to be a wealthy man. He, he basically, uh, apparently he's like on the run from Brazil. Mm -hmm. None, all of that were lies. He's just a grifter. That's crazy. He's a grifter and he is now in Congress and he's trying to act like he's doing something. See, um, anything is possible, you guys. You just got to lie and be corrupt enough to do it. Nobody will sit with him. Oh. <laughs> nobody will sit with him. And I think Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene was sitting with him today for a little bit. Of course she was. She's the devil. I mean, yeah. Um, but what do you like? What What do you think when you when you hear this? Like, I I, I was baffled, and I love the point that you make about um, the death of journalism because. How is it that, that somebody can lie about so many things, right? Like he said he lied about everything in his past, his college experience, what he owns, his net worth. Um, nobody checked him. 
he's he he didn't even graduate high school he's from brazil he said he was jewish um he said his mom yeah what you said and his mom's was, name was fatima fatima uh-huh yeah and i'm like like it, it's truly mind-blowing that he was able to get so far he got voted in i don't know it, it and the only more religious name his mom could have would be like her name literally Consuelo. was like Virgen de, Virgen de Guadalupe. Is my yeah. mom Virgen de Guadalupe? I don't know. Do you think that he should be um, that he should be taken out of his position, or do you think that hey, even though it was fraud, he earned it? Or what do you what What are your thoughts there? Uh, my thoughts are that his own party should. You know, it's kind of like. You know, like uh, when there's gangs and gangbangers and uh, somebody tells them, hey, this guy that's part of your gang is being a little bitch or is doing something wrong. And it's mm-hmm. usually the same the same gang that takes care of it, you know, uh, gives them a beatdown or what have you. I think the Republicans should disown him, not put him on any committees and just be like, you making us look bad and we want you out. And uh, I mean, they're pretty much giving him the cold shoulder now. There's multiple prosecutors that are coming after him. Um, not necessarily that they've filed any charges, but there's a bunch of this just came out. Um, so this could be like a federal thing. Like, I don't know if uh, Merrick McCarlin gets involved with this or what really happens. But it is super interesting to me that what's going to happen because the Republicans are sort of giving him a cold shoulder. Yeah. Some of them are sort of defending him a little bit in the sense of like, hey, give him a shot. I know he got there like by wrongful doings, but, you know, give him a shot. Are they really are they literally saying that? Um, A few of them. But I think that they are getting too much backlash from the Republican like voters uh-huh. um, because they do feel lied to. Obviously, like they he fucking lied. And so everyone that voted for him didn't vote, voted for him under false pretenses. And so um Arguably, he shouldn't have won, right? So he doesn't deserve his seat. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like they should just take him out of there. But uh, man, you know what? You know what? What I want to say as well, though, is if he was white, hear me out. Hear me out. If he was white, and if he was more of a loudmouth like Trump, he could come out and be like, "Yeah, I fucking lied." And what? Like I got in, like haha, you know? And I feel like the Republican voters might be like, "Yeah, you know, he's right. You got to you got to respect the I, hustle." I did what I had to do because I'm the only yeah. one that could do it. Could do it. Yeah, I'm like I understand the system. I rigged it. I cheated, but I'm here yeah. now and I'm going to vote Republican. Cuz one he's brown, right? He's Brazilian, and then two, he also his he's been just being like, "No, that's no, I never lied." What do you mean? Like his defense has been so like um stupid and laughable mm-hmm. that um, I I do wonder sometimes if um if the Republican voters would be more sympathetic, if if he, you know, frankly, was just a little more extreme about it. Oh, jeez! I look at my dog. Is that your uh, your your cookie picture? No, no, my friend just got it as like a because it looked like cookie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. She was like, she was like, hey, I got you a present, and then it was this fucking thing, and I was like, oh my god, I'm putting it in my background. That shit's funny. That's good. Definitely. Yeah. That's funny. Need to get you a fireplace for your back. Add it to my pillow, to my pillow collection. She also got me this pink one over here. Oh, did you guys see this? Well, <clears throat> throw, throw oh game. yeah, dude, we never played. What the hell? Let's do a game night soon. I'm down. 
do a game night. Hey, the unicorn thing you gave you gave it back to me, right? Yeah, I gave it to you. Did you ever play it? No. No. I gave it to you, and I had it. I had given it to uh, uh, Melody when she was here to to look at the instructions, but it looks super difficult. It's so oh. difficult, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it seems very intricate, like like a Dungeons and Dragons or like something like that, or like Risk mm-hmm. or something like that. It seems yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, this guy's a freak. Um, if he gets persecuted, it's going to be interesting to see if they back blackball him. If they don't, I'm pretty sure they're not going to put him in any condition. I hope they blackball him. I, I, you know, I hope that he gets. His position taken away. I hope either way. The worst on this man. He's trash. Listen, nothing is going to get done for the next two years. Absolutely. Nothing's getting done. There's nothing. How how are they gonna they're not they're these obstructionists are like not even gonna bring anything to vote. There's gonna be a government shutdown. They are going to not give votes for anything. These are hardcore, hardcore. Like true believers of they the MAGA grift, of the MAGA grift, but they actually have they have control now. So they they're gonna want everything they want, and they're gonna want the Republican Party to take the most extreme positions on all kinds of shit. Oh and yeah. If they, don't, if they don't get their way, they're definitely the next time there's a debt ceiling. I guarantee there's gonna be a government shutdown of at least like a week. There's gonna there's we're gonna go through some shenanigans. This yeah. this two years of Republican Congress is going to be a shit show. Yeah, didn't that um didn't we have a government shutdown in like twenty twenty one or twenty twenty? We've had near shutdowns, but they've always done like they've always agreed to stuff. They've always agreed mm. to stuff. There's no reason to, to shut the government out. It's like basic procedure. But these fucking crazy motherfuckers are going to try to make a point because they're going to want extreme shit. Senate's Democrat, nothing's going to happen. There's literally nothing that they're going to agree on. These new, it's going to be a holding pattern for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a, it's yeah. not a good, t- it's not, <laughs> it's not a good time to be, to be looking for a job. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sucks to suck, am I right? That would suck. Hold on to what you got for the next two years. <laughs> Save money. Don't go on any major trips. You know, you know, I disagree, you know, do it. I say do it. Buckle down for the next couple of years. Buckle down. Doesn't take the advice at all. My ass going on a month long trip. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Tijuana's right next door. You know, I'm never going to be homeless. It's fine. That's all right. It happens. It happens. It happens. We can always rent a house of six dogs. I own a house in TJ. I'll be fine. Okay. Stop you. You know, you know. Okay. You can, you can commute. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see how it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Top 10 Latino TV shows. Well, let's save that for next week. Yeah. George uh, Santos pretended to be gay, Afro, Latino, Ukrainian, Brazilian, Catholic Jew whose mother died on 9 11, whose ancestors survived the Holocaust, whose employees okay. died in the Pulse Club mass shooting, and whose network throws by millions overnight. Am I missing something? Uh, that was pretty much it. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Good. Well said. Today uh, I feel gay. Today I feel. Today I feel... Uh, what? Oh, that's great. Uh, but but New Zealand uh, passed a law that said anybody born after a certain day can't buy cigarettes legally. Oh, interesting. Did I make it? Can I buy cigarettes? 
I think you're still good. I think it's like basically like oh, yeah. la- last year was the last kids that turned 18 that could buy cigarettes. Anybody born after that certain day, I think it was like 2001 or something, uh, 2005. I don't know. Um, but well, uh, basically it's kind of, they're doing more stuff like this where it's just a hundred percent illegal for certain people to like smoke cigarettes. That's wild. That would like never happen here. All right, guys. So what are your resolutions so we can write down? Huh? Did you have resolutions for me? Oh, you want to write them down? <laughs> yeah, of course. You got to write them down or else it's not resolutions. Are we doing resolutions or predictions or both? Predictions or resolutions. This is the time for that at 2.09. I'll write it down so we can record it. I'll okay. clip it. I'll just clip All it. Right. I don't have to write them down. Well, let's be organized about this. Let's start with predictions. What um, are some things you think are going to happen in 2023? 2023, what I yes. predict will happen in 2023. Yes. All right. Looking into my crystal ball, looking into the fire. Yes. And then we'll fact check next year and see how we did. Uh, well, I think I made a prediction. I made, I, I, I predicted that if, uh, that if uh, Biden says he's not going to run, then Clinton is going to be the DNC favorite and probably mm-hmm. be force fed to us if that happens early. But I think that's more 2024 prediction. Um, let me think. Uh, no, do you have any? Uh, I think that, um, I think that uh, thin eyebrows are going to come back in style. Thin, thin eyebrows. Thin eyebrows. Yeah, I think that this this is the year because they've been getting thinner. I think this is the year that thin eyebrows come back in style. Um, the Muppet think, look is out. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think I think that. Uh, Oh no. Well, see. listen, well, wide leg jeans are are back. Yes. In in you a think big the way. Jeans are coming back? Dude, I had the the ultimate Jenko like with the dirty ass bottoms and like the super wide leg. Yeah. That was the that was the 90s. That was that was bell bottoms came back for a minute there like 93, 94. Yeah. Wide jeans stayed there from to like 97, 98. It was a minute. Now this I've seen this before. Yeah. Low rise jeans are in. So yeah, the whale tail is the whale whale tail is back. Mm -hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Um, Which probably means there's going to be a resurgence of the tramp stamp. There's probably going to be a little bit of. I like that. Do you think that'll happen this year? I think the tra- I think the tram stand comes back in 2023. All right, let's go. Okay, right. tram you're, stamp is coming back. You're saying thin eyebrows. I'm saying thin the eyebrows. tram tram stamps coming back in 2023. All right, Sounds everything's good. everything's set up for it. We got the the wide jeans, the low cut. Uh, did you know that that millennials don't want you to wear skinny jeans anymore? Oh yeah. Gen Z yeah. said no. No Gen Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's way past. Yeah. yeah. Skinny that jeans was, are out. That was last year. Skinny jeans have been out. Yeah, I think they're going to come back in, but in twenty twenty four. Okay. We'll talk about that yeah. next year. But I think that Benefer is going to divorce if they haven't already. I think they're going to Benefer divorce. Benefer divorce. divorces. I say. Benefer divorce. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. I think, um, hmm, hmm. I, this is a hope. The, the student loan forgiveness will go through. I don't think it's going to happen deep down, but I want it to. So 2023, let's manage. Is it on, is it on hold? Loan. It's still on hold, right? They're fighting it. I keep getting emails of like, well, Republicans are fighting it, but you know, Wait, you are, you're approved. I'm approved if it goes through, but it has you're not approved. been. Approved. It hasn't been through. All right. Uh, I pre- I predict that um, we. I think the 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 Russia Ukraine war ends this year. 
Really? Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Okay. Yeah, I think that happens. I think that it's enough Comes already. It's enough already. Maybe, maybe Putin dies. Maybe something happens there. Mm. Okay. But I think this year the, that that war comes to an end. Okay. You don't think it escalates then? Okay. No, but maybe the maybe it get replaced by like the China Taiwan US war. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, so we might that might be 2024 prediction. There might be a war will end and a world okay. will begin. Okay. All right. All right. So, world uh, the world uh, the, the we'll war one. will end. Yes. This year, says mm-hmm. Lou, 2023 prediction. Um, I think that. Bucket hats are going to be out of style this Bucket year. Hats. Bucket hats. They came back in style briefly. I think they're going to be out. And the type of hat that we'll be in is. No, I don't want to say fedora. Never mind. I don't know what hat is going to be in. Do you think mm. the fedora is coming back? I don't think the fedora. I mean, the fedora has a real. It's always had its that, that sort of corny guy sort of thing, right? There's the guys. Yeah. There's, there's the fedora guys. The fedora guys are going to still be the fedora guys. I think either the fedora. Or the or a mohawk will come back. Okay. Yeah. I think uh look, we're talking about low rise jeans, Jenko jeans, mm-hmm. tram stamps, um, you know, maybe mm-hmm. ska music. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I think maybe. it kinda has a little bit. Well, really? It, it, it might have Boston's? Ska oh. Hmm. What is that is, is, is ska for me? Is that the impression that you get? You know what came back is whatever Paramore was. Whatever Paramore and No Doubt was, that came back. Punk? Because that's the impression that Link I Link 182. Is it the impression that you get? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm a so it is, it is the impression that you get. All right. Um, all right. What about uh, resolutions? Resolutions. Um, are we holding each other accountable this year? I mean... Okay. All right. Let's. All right. All right. Um. I will personally. Are we personal resolutions? I want to be healthy this year, mm. and what that means to me is coming up with a workout schedule. I want to be at the best shape of my life mm-hmm. this year. I want to work out. Um. I've been getting better, but I just want to be ripped. I want to be. Is your is your Equinox subscription up to date? <laughs> no, they didn't take me. It's January. It's January didn't take me. <laughs> they didn't take me. Where do you where do you go? Or do you not go currently? I don't go anywhere. I do in-home workouts right now. Mm-hmm. But you know, I plan to reset my life. So January is gonna be big, big changes for me. Um, I wanna do some big stuff creatively. I wanna finish a script. Okay. I want to get new headshots. I want to start LA agent shopping. I have an SD agent. I would like an LA agent as well. I don't necessarily have to get one by 2023 by the end, but I want to shop around. I want to start that process. Okay. Um, I want <coughs> to take dance classes. I want to do salsa, bachata, something like that. Yeah, especially if you're going to go to South America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I already did one. I liked it, um, but I want to stick to it. I want to get a routine of working out and dance classes going. Okay. Um, yeah, and I want to travel. I think, I, I don't know, I want to do like a month-long trip if I can around there. Why not? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. All right. Yeah. Well, it's not a goal until you write it down or say it out loud. So, yeah, all right, there we go. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Um. 
and then healthy also with my epilepsy. I just want to start being healthier when it comes to that. So that means, you know, doing uh, healthier habits. So that less, means that means drinking. doing less drinking. Yeah, less fun, less staying up, less hardcore, less partying, drinks. less. Yeah, that heroin, man. <laughs> Got to stop it. Like <laughs> <Back> to heroin. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, oh, I want to stop vaping. Ha! Cheers. Um, I want to stop vaping this year. This is my last one. Uh, so I'm going to say it on the on the pod today. This is my last one. Yeah. I do not own anymore and I do not intend to buy anymore. However, if I see you at a party, please let me take a drink. <laughs> but I will not right. purchase anymore. Oh, you're doing the old I won't buy anymore cigarettes. All right. I I, got yeah, I'm, I'm doing the old I won't buy anymore. This is my got last it. one. When it runs out, I have no any. I don't have any more to my name. Well, <laughs> uh, I did get that. Um, that uh that 24 hour with the buddy thing so mm-hmm. anytime you want to work out you let me know you drive oh really yeah yeah that's why i got See, it i want to save have... gas this year too so lou <laughs> well that's i don't have a car I'm gonna, so that... I'm gonna run to the gym i'll meet I, you there <laughs> I, I, that's why i that's why i got that pass because i don't have a car so that way i can go with people that have a car but don't have a gym membership Gotcha. You see what I mean? Because I can have like five people on at any point with me. That's smart. That's smart. Um, yeah, right what, what's the nearest 24 to both of us? The nearest 24 is probably the one here on uh, East H, right here off the 805. There's uh, mm. the one on A Street. And that one's got the pool. That one's pretty nice. The Bonita Sport one. Mm. All right. It's got the basketball court swimming right. pool. That's the one I like. Yeah, I, just putting it out there because health is also one of my goals, obviously. All right, moving on to you. What are your resolutions? Did you write these down, by the way? I did write around. You got uh, finish your script, health, headshots, LA agent, dance classes. Sounds the good. LA agent, I I don't expect to have one by the end, by the way. But I'm search, fully, start, begin but the process. I, but, yeah, in the process of it, yes. Okay. And then just, yeah, other stuff, but it doesn't matter. That's more like, oh, I want to get my doble nacionalidad this year. That's a Latino oh. news. That's my last okay. one. I'll stop there. Pero, yeah. When I get my dual citizenship, because I've put it off for literally four years now. There you go. It's been in my resolution list for four years now. It's kind of sad. All right. So uh, those are Sophia's. Mine will be here at 219. Mm-hmm. Uh, my goal, uh, health-wise, uh, I think that... If I'm going to be fair to myself, uh, you know, I'm going to I I have slowly started the process of getting back into the gym and stuff, you know, kind of getting long walks and stuff, getting ready to go back in and start doing weights and stuff. Nice. Um, So my issue has always been that I can start the gym and I can stick with it for a few months. The only problem is that um, as I get into better shape, I start gaining weight. I start losing weight like and then gain, yeah, I start mm-hmm. gaining weight and then that sort of slows me down because uh, like my knees are kind of bad and stuff like that. So I always sort of have that issue. So I'm going to try to do things to avoid that. And my goal is between lo- losing weight and then gaining muscle is to try to lose two pounds, two to five pounds a month, but like two uh-huh. at least, which would mean 24. So let's call it 30 pounds. Uh, so you're going based more off of pounds as opposed to like how you feel. I want to do both, but I do also want to lose some weight. So as I get into better shape, I do also need to, 
I do need to, because I, I was at my heaviest that you guys have ever known me. I was around 350 to 375. And that was, you know, several years ago. I've been hovering in the 320 to 330 range more recently. And then after I did some stuff for my diabetes, when I got diagnosed, that's when I finally hit like 295. And I've been between like 295 and 310 for the last um, like six months. Mm. But now I need to get, I need to lose, I'm going to say between 24 to 30 pounds. So I'm going to shoot for 30. And so that's my goal is to lose between 25 and 30 pounds. So like two to two to three, two to three, four pounds a month is not unrealistic. So that's, that's the goal health wise. Yeah. All right. We'll I like that. that would get me into the 270, 280 range, which would be so from big papa to slim papa. Regular size papa. Uh, <laughs> uh and then uh I need to get uh Oso's balls cut early uh, this yeah. year. Well, I'm waiting till after February just because he's a German shepherd and I wanted to let him develop well because they have those issues when they get older. But now that he's gonna hit two years old, gotta do it. Yeah. Snip snippy snip. Um that wise, I do want to finish my next script this uh, early this year, Alien Story. I finished movies that were in the queue that we never finished editing. We finished Ladron. I finished Insecurity. I'm now finishing Skinner. I actually reopened the Skinner project and I'm putting together like a little version of that just so I can put it out there. Um, so the next thing is for us to make a movie again at some point this year. So there's three projects that I want to get done. One of them is a feature film that Brian wrote. Uh, it's called um, Tall Can Activation. It's a very mm-hmm. indie movie that we're going to try to make for a very low budget. Finally, that's been in the works for a very long time. Yeah. So either yeah. that or Alien Story 2 uh, or The Real World Crystal Lake, which I've been thinking about very recently that I want to <laughs> do as well. So, nice. um, so definitely this year, I want to film and finish one film at least. Alien story, uh, baby, let's go. Alien story is going to take a budget, and it's going to yeah, take and then post production would be like the following year. Yeah, Alien story is going to be take a while because I think that based on all the movies that we made so far, I think I've proven that I can create stuff. So, Alien story will actually going to do a crowdfunding for it'll actually be something that we we want to get a, a nice amount of money for, so I can pay everybody and 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 or pay for certain things. Because uh, I know st- people are still work with me, but 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 I do need we do need some money for some stuff for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two, I think we can do more on the cheap, um, just because I need to get knock the rust off. Uh, but definitely, that is another goal for this year. Finish the alien story. Finish. I want to finish the alien story two script for sure, so that we can do a crowdfunding. But I besides that, I do want to film one movie today this year, at least one movie this year. Um, cut Oso's balls off, lose some weight. <laughs> Uh, I also want to do the pet PSAs that I that I've been talking to you that I, talk, I think I briefly yeah. talked to you about it. I talked to Claudia about it during uh, the regift, mm-hmm. uh, so we definitely want to do that. And I definitely also um, want to take full advantage of the San Diego Latino Film Festival this year uh, in terms of uh, being there more days. Uh, interacting with more filmmakers, being more involved with that and making more connections uh, because it's going to be a 30th anniversary. It's going to be a big deal. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to stream live several days from the festival um, and, um, and just get out there and and meet a bunch of people and and, and have fun and and really rejoice in Latino cinema. Mm -hmm. March is going to be a good month. 
And the last thing that I want to do also is uh, travel. Uh, I want to go mm -hmm. see my nieces. Well, I'm going to be traveling not to South America, but locally. Because uh, I've been in San Diego for the last 20 years, um, just, you know, dealing and taking care of my dad and doing all these things. Um, I've been to New York in 20 plus years. Wow. So I'd like, so I think if you're away, if, if you're away in South America in April, um, that's probably when I will also be traveling. Um, after the festival, I would like to go to New York, uh, mm -hmm. hopefully around my birthday, around April. I would like to watch a Mets game in New York. Oh. Uh, yes. And I would like to go see my nieces and my 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 new my three nieces that I haven't met the two twins and my other niece Bella in Missouri um, and visit my brother. My mom's going in January, but I, I hope I can get out there a little bit later in the year, if not in the spring, then definitely by the summer to Missouri uh, and just have them do a bunch of tattoos on me while I'm out there. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah. So I need you know you might have to babysit three times um <laughs> sir I, i'm gonna charge <laughs> i need a, i need a dog sitter um for some pint in the spring um yeah, I'll help you out. so uh finish the script make one movie do some psas for dogs um and uh do a little traveling and also alien story i want to film part of it in hawaii because i want a lot of natural locations so there's going to be some i already i'm already looking into some housing and some stuff in hawaii for that so that's going to take a little bit more work but those are my personal goals for the year uh, yes i love it all right and then we gotta lastly, clip this we gotta clip this portion i'm clipping it i'm clipping it we're gonna mm -hmm. put it out there and then lastly uh for podcast goals um we had three thousand we hit three thousand downloads in less than half a year we did. Uh, and that's when we started. We were only getting 5, 10, 15 downloads an episode, 30, 40, 80, 100. Now we're up to 300. Some of them dip up down to 150, 200, then back up to 400. So we're in a good range download-wise. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the podcast goal for 2023 will be to hit 50,000 downloads. Yes. In the, in the next, so that's 47,000 more. Which is, which means we need to get out there and we need to hustle and we need to promote our, our shows. And, and we're already, uh, you know, increasing that. Um, the podcast goal is that. Um, then the other podcast goal that I have is to um, get more cool people on, which is an easy one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I already, literally, I have a list of about 25 people that I have. Uh, been reaching out to from various levels uh, authors entrepreneurs uh people that own startups stuff like that and so i'm starting to lock up dates as you can tell in the shared calendar for me hand to show um and you know continue to grow the podcast continue to grow to stream hit fifty thousand uh downloads and then modestly hit a thousand followers on all the me hand to show uh social medias as well so those are the okay. podcasts. Those are the podcasts. Go. We got to get a thousand. A on thousand Twitter. in every in Twitter, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and, Facebook. Uh, okay. and then fifty thousand total downloads. It's a big goal, but you know, if we keep putting out consistently good product, interviewing people, and sh and those people continue to share it, I think it's it's reasonable. So I think we could do it. I think that, and then I just want to add. Hopefully, we get at least one sponsorship. This paid sponsorship. I would like that too. Paid sponsorship. Yeah. That's a good one. Paid, yeah. paid sponsorship. Doesn't have to be a lot, you know, just a little something. 
Yeah, for now, all our sponsorships are either collaborations or free because I like mm-hmm. to promote people, you know. Mm-hmm. Gotta support our local community, yeah. This episode brought to you by La Original Casa del Tapo. Yes. On Suero Road, National City, best Mexican food. La Cocina de Mexico. Stop by. If you're, if you're in San Diego, stop by. Yeah. Your, your go-to place. Mm-hmm. All right. And then lastly, <clears throat> a little get 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 a little get a little deep here to, <clears throat> to finish our episode. Okay. Here's a here's an interesting thread that I found. Uh, to put it into perspective, here's a brief timeline of the, the entire future in 23 key moments. I'll just get through the first couple. In 6,091 years from now, the crypt of civilization, a time capsule buried in Atlanta, Georgia, is scheduled to be opened. 6,000 years from now. Well. In 10,000 years, the uh, Svalbard Global Seed Vault in Norway will have reached its lifespan. This is the uh, seed vault where they keep seeds Oh, in, in case there's like a nuclear explosion so that we can then repopulate and regrow the earth after we've been underground for a million yeah. years, right? Okay. Uh, 15,000 years from now, the oscillation of Earth's poles will cause the climate of the Sahara Desert to become tropical as it was in the past. Hmm. All right. 24,115 years from now, the half-life of plutonium-239 Chernobyl will return to normal levels of radiation. In case you were thinking, when can I move When can I move to Chernobyl? Yeah. When, when can we gentrify Chernobyl? 24,000 years from now. 50,000 years from now, Niagara Falls will have eroded all the way back to Lake Erie, meaning that they will no longer exist. Oh, I'll be dead. It's fine. That's right. One million years from now, footprints left by the Apollo astronauts on the moon will finally erode because of space weathering. Oh. <clears throat> this is stuff to look forward to. Science. I mean, I'm going to be dead for <coughs> Yeah. Looking forward. Will you? Will you be dead? Yeah. Did you figure that out? Did you figure yeah, out the yeah. math on yeah, that? I'm, I <laughs> thought about it. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Hypotheses of mine. <clears throat> 7.2 million years from now, Mount Rushmore will erode beyond recognition. 10 million years from now, Red Sea will flood. The widening East African Rift Valley and New Ocean will divide the continent of Africa. 80 million years from now, all the current Hawaiian islands will have sunk beneath the surface of the ocean. Whoa. But a chain of new islands will have emerged to replace them. Huh. 90 million years from now, the rings of Saturn will have disintegrated. What? A hundred million years from now, the world's largest cities will have become fossilized layers in the earth. Future archaeologists should be able to figure out what they were. 300 million years from now, all the continents of the earth will merge into a new supercontinent. Oh, Pangea, part two. Part two, electric boogaloo. Yeah. 800, <laughs> 800 million years from now, because of the sun's increasing luminosity, most of earth will have become a barren desert and plants and animals will be living, if at all, in the ocean. 900 years from now, carbon dioxide levels will fall to the point where photosynthesis is no longer possible and all plant life will die out. That's in 900 million years. Whoa. One billion years from now, any remaining animal life, which does not depend on alien plants, will die out. The only life left on Earth will be single-celled organisms. Everything that is old will be new again. Hmm. One billion years from now, the information stored on the two Voyager Golden Re- uh, Golden Records launched in 1977 containing a history of life on Earth will degrade and become unrecoverable. 2.8 billion years from now, all remaining online line on life on Earth will become exist. 
3.5 billion years from now, the sun's luminosity will cause all remaining water to evaporate. Then the earth and moon will most likely fall into a sun as it approaches the climax of its red giant phase. Oh. 150 billion years from now, the universe's expansion will cause all galaxies beyond what the Milky Way to disappear beyond the cosmic light horizon. They will fade from the observable universe. And that is basically the thread that I read that blew my mind this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I saved it for the end of our new episode because as always, yeah. as always, me, moment. as always, if anything that should, you know, nothing is forever. You know, this tattoo that I got, like when I was dumb says, believe in the ruins. You know, which means just believe that nothing is forever. You know, the rings of Saturn will dissolve. Mm -hmm. At some point, we won't be here. We're hurling through space. All kinds of shit's going to happen. You saw the timeline. So even though we comment and talk about news and culture, it is, you know, because it's it's fun to do and we like talking mm -hmm. to you guys so we want to keep doing more of that and hopefully it's something that we can do creatively and that'll serve us both emotionally physically spiritually but also financially um so that our time brief here on earth will be a little bit more baller and we can mm -hmm. be more top g-ish <laughs> yeah top, exactly as we all aspire to be um i like how little that made me feel Sometimes I feel like life can get a pretty hard and yeah. feeling like a speck of nothing in this swirling world that we call earth. It's, um, it's a bit of a nice. release, right? It's, it's a release. Nice. Yeah. It's like, we're all going to die anyway. This is what I, this is why I end the show like this, because yeah. after all the stuff that we get to, we need to just be reminded that, like I said, it's all temporary. We're all we're here die. for, we're here for a short time and, and, Look, man, we hey, hey Elon, we gotta be multi-planetary. We got like 800 million years. The clock is ticking. So don't take anything too seriously. Love the ones you're with. Try to do a little good in the world. Spend time with the people that you love. Make a little art. Listen to some podcasts. Share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. We love you, mi gente. Yeah. Thank you guys. Excited for this next year. And it's gonna bring good stuff for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. I uh let me change over to our Mi Gente Show brand so I can say goodbye here. Yes. Great reminder. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. And watching. Two hours and 35 minutes. Bill, <sighs> look at us. New Year, same long-ass podcast. Thank you guys for uh, putting up with us. Yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> same fucking Thank rambling you. idiots. Uh, no no I'm his way today because uh, we forgot to plug it and yeah. uh, it's going to be alright anyway love you peace out happy love new you. year yeah, <sighs> peace out